Oh, you're what? I'm afraid to lean back on the chair because no. I'm feeling. Oh, no, dude, you're gonna be pull fine. it forward, dude. I'm afraid to lean back just because like me. the walls. Here. You I'm leaning back yeah. like Fat Joe right now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we are yeah. at the Dukes. Oh my god, yeah. I, oh I heard the Dukes god. are uh, pretty pretty nasty. I wish. Apparently that's the sound. But like spread. emotionally nasty. Like, yeah, like they're you gushing heard... over each other in text messages? What? Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, that's a lie. Ooh. We got a new house now. We don't talk to each other. <laughs> the house is too big. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I was going to say, Kim, it's been I a mean, while since I've seen you post the cute shit that Chris texts you. <laughs> Ooh. So what's happening? Is it too scandalous? Are you afraid to get zucked, or is, or is <laughs> yeah. something happening here? Welcome to Doctor Phil. I'm usually I'm usually the one that takes the screenshots. The thing so. is, is it, Chris is self conscious lately, mm. so he's whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, <laughs> look, we're already taking over. Like, Welcome to the two bears. <laughs> they want They want to know podcast. what's going on. So I was going to oh, just I think be it's honest. Already taken by a. I don't know. Lately, I felt unloved. So yesterday, I'm like. I'm going to leave the house. I'm not even going to tell him where I'm going. And I'm just going to be gone for a while and see if he notices. And he finally called me when I was down in Fridley. And he's like, hey, love you. I'm like, yeah, he's only saying he loves me because no, he's no, podcasting. No. With you told me. <laughs> I said I had plans for the day. But I'm like, if I just leave, will he notice? You didn't just leave. Mm. I didn't say bye. You're like, I need to. All right, we're going. No, I, I told that to Layla. I'm like, I hope he hears. I know I'm such a child, but I'm like. Why would you not say bye, though? Because <laughs> I was like. I'm, she's a sneaky sneakster. She's so toxic. I was, I was reading a lot of romantic <laughs> books the last like week and a half. <laughs> and so I feel like I need to be loved more. God, see, those things That's not are Chris's like. <laughs> that, That's the thing. That's the thing about romantic books. It It's like it's a double edged sword. And it's like it's either really good and you learn a lot from it. Or it's bad, and then you're like I want you're just like I want this. Yes, you're gonna do this without me telling you. I want this. Yeah, figure out what I this. want, but you don't know. Oh, what I tell them what I want. I'm very. <laughs> oh this yeah, is what I want. Yeah, With all of the things. I just I to say all the time. I just want attention. I want to be touched more. Dude, I want we just attention. Come here and we're like, let's look, break look. them up. <laughs> we want this house. <laughs> we can't afford to break. Up. <laughs> all right. Neither of us can afford the mortgage on our own, so we're just shut up, you holly jolly fucks. Hi, Kim Duke. Hey, Chris Duke. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I don't give a shit. I love you, though. Mm, okay. Well, you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We've got two two of of the the cuddliest bears in, in the whole Magic Kingdom. I like how we do that at the same time. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. Try to do your intro. It's like this guy's never been on a podcast before. I know. Well, let's just get into it, eh? I thought you did podcasts together. I thought you had that one random podcast you did at the Keller with some people. No, oh. I was not there. For we that. were we were gonna do. You just did pictures of them. I know. Yeah, he did pictures. He took a picture of me, loved it, and then we did a session. Love those. Stephen and Robert are here. Kim Duke. Woo! Yeah, keep going. <laughs> All right. Sound yeah. bite. Boost that ego. <laughs> the what you're talking about we were going to do a i was gonna do a series where like i recorded i think like max and i were gonna do basically like keller open mic and start knocking out uh recordings oh. like before the mic started kind of like the comedy show does with people 
Or not the comedy store. That's what I meant. Oh, the comedy <laughs> store. That's after hours. Oh, okay. Sorry. Or non-working hours. But similar similar vibe, yeah. Steven, are you, you're not from Minnesota originally, no, right? No, I'm from Philadelphia. From Philly. Mm-hmm. And how is, how is, uh, do you still have family in Philly? Yes. A lot of them moved um, on my mom's side, like, God. I think I have an uncle there still and a bunch of cousins um, oh, okay. because that's where all the, they're from. Um, but other than that, like all my uncles and uh, my aunt, like uh, my my uncle on my mom's side and my grandparents on my mom's side moved to, uh, I believe it's Johnstown, Pennsylvania. So it's okay. like yeah, yeah, up yeah. and bumfuck nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have a bunch of people on my dad's side who... Uh, is still in Philly, uh, but then I have family out in like Georgia and Las Vegas and like mm. just oh, all yeah, over the place. Like I would go to like these reunions and like meet a new cousin every time. Oh, that's cool. That's wild. It's just huge. Yeah. Um, what percentage Cambodian are you? Excuse me. Are you not? <laughs> no, it's a fair question. We had you on because we thought you were Asian. Is that not? Wow. Is this wow? Well, this is a waste of. <laughs> is it because he's best friends with Adrian? Is <laughs> that's that that's what I was wrong? about to say. No, I I uh, I work with a, a lady who is from Philly, and she's Cambodian, and she was talking about how there's like a a big uh, population of Cambodian folk out there. Yeah, it's like Cambodians, Italians, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and like yeah. it's just a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah, it's lot- like. New York, but way smaller. Yeah, yeah. more more knives. <laughs> you know, there's more knives. People eating shit after a Super Bowl win and <laughs> rioting, voting. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, coming in clutch, Philly. Clutch. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Something that's like super interesting about you is I remember when I first saw you, I was incredibly intimidated. Uh, Why your your stature and your brows? It could go one of two ways. <laughs> My brows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's were cer- they too perfect for you? Or there's certain people with the uh, the resting eyebrow. There's a level of like intimidation that's there. Yeah, like what you're doing right now. <laughs> Even though you're just chilling. So mm-hmm. some people have resting bitch face. Right. You have resting authoritarian face. Ah. Uh. Uh. I'm just a little chunky cuddle boy. <laughs> I'm that protective, was, but with brows. Yes, I, yeah, I, that's what it I, is. I'm very protective. You do have I'm, nice eyebrows, though. Thank yeah. you. I, I, you. The arch, I'm like, damn. I believe natural. they are on fleek, as they say. Hey, Kim, you have nice eyebrows, too. You know? Thanks. I don't, got the, I don't got the arch like that, though. It, I'd have to get Botox to get that uh, kind of arch. My, my mother has blessed me with the arch of the Puerto Ricans. Um, <laughs> the Puerto Rican arch, the Puerto Rican arch. Yes, that's what I'll. <laughs> that's actually what I'll call them from now on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, my mom has blessed me with great eyebrows. Uh, you know, even though I look like like my biological father, but it's whatever. Ah. Um. What would you tell Chris to do for his eyebrows? I need. There's. There needs to be some work, right? Like I need to. There's some long ones that stick straight out. He won't let me pull them. I wouldn't let you pull them either. That shit hurts. Yeah. Hey, bunch like, of I mean, you that don't have to pull hurts. them. You, there's like shave things that you can shape yeah. them. 
I know I like Chris's eyebrows. Look, if if you don't want to shape him, don't shape him, my guy. I, I I like that my uh my eyebrows look like I'm like a cartoon owl like <laughs> professor. I think if we how many licks did <laughs> <laughs> I think if we one the same shit. If we if we tinted Three. them, if we tinted those babies. We could oh, make it very much. You could be Eugene Levy if we tinted him. Maybe even I don't Dan. want to be that. But here's the thing, Dan. You're gonna fix his eyebrows. Then he's gonna look old, Rico Suave and shit. And then what's gonna happen? Yeah, ladies he's still are not gonna, gonna pay attention to me. <laughs> Wait, damn, Kim, yo, ladies, you are gonna want to all, all, all his ladies at work will be like, "Damn, Chris. Damn, well, Papa. Well, how you doing, Chris? You're like me. <laughs> what I did, I hid my eyebrows, so I got bigger glasses that come around." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. Let's get bigger like, glasses. I mean, you're looking glasses. good. Like, tis the season. I do Christmas like your glasses. Stuff. Thank you. Facts. So I wanted to ask you, Steve, before we went off on the brow tangent, was uh, with growing up, like, did you get that a lot where people were seemed intimidated by you, um, even though you're a, a, a gentle soul? Uh. Not really. Uh, I was skinny at one point. Right, but you've so, always been svelte. No. No? Oh, I was scrawny. Oh. I was a little bit like you. Well, I mean. Well, you're not scrawny, but like <laughs> I was a little bit a little bit smaller, you know. I got gotcha. you. I think, God, my freshman year of high school, I was like 185. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, imagine that. I'm 350 right now. Because you're what, 6'2"? I'm six foot. Six foot flat. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> like 350 now to compared to 185 then, it's a major difference. I don't even look like the same person. I looked like a Ninja Turtle back then. Imagine <laughs> like the- I looked like a scrawny Ninja Turtle. Imagine like your stereotypical like high school TV show fuck boy. That's Steven. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was a fuck boy though. Yo, I thought I was the shit. I thought I was a shit because I played uh, varsity football as freshman year. Uh-huh. Like I had the skill. Uh, my brother was on the team as well. Uh, he was a senior. And I was a freshman, so it was a perfect time. It was great playing with him. But I was just—I thought I knew what I was doing. I got fucked up so many times. <laughs> Yo, I man, I got trampled numerous times by like we had a guy we called Buddha. <gasps> Buddha. This man was a hulking at least 6'4", like 250, 300 pounds at least. But just like he was a chunky man, but he was strong as hell. And I thought I could get past him with my stature and just speed alone. No, he threw me to the ground and helped me and said, welcome to varsity, bitch. I was like, that's this is great. I'm looking at the coaches. I was like, what the fuck? You got me hut hut tood? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, I never really had that until I got bigger. You know? Okay. And like I kind of had to get bigger because of like football and stuff like that. I hate working out. I don't do it. I really never did it in sports either. So I never really had the authoritative look to me all the time. Uh, I was always the goofball in a way. So okay. I, Nobody really took me serious like that, so it is what it is. But now, I, whenever I was bouncing, I was like, I have some. Sometimes it's always like, look, I don't want to fuck with you. Look at you. Look at your arms. I was like, I was like, dude, I'm like, 
I'm not going to do anything unless you do something. Like, <laughs> You'd hand him a card to your D&D weekly meetup. Hey, <laughs> D&D is life. <laughs> D&D is life. It is. Dicks and dicks. Now, mm-hmm. speaking of dicks and dicks, uh, you guys have such a, a fun friendship. So this is like what this is what I remember of the beginnings of me going to uh, the Keller open mic is Rob, you had your corner of the bar where uh, throughout throughout the night corner uh, <laughs> people would would come up to you and talk and there would be lots of laughing and lots of sassy girl yasses. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes. Okay. And that's so that's like when I started to see your silly side was like when like people would be coming up to Rob and you'd be like, okay. Like <laughs> Ooh, bitch. Shot I Ooh. That whole yeah. acry- I have acrylic <laughs> nails, but I don't have acrylic nails yeah, finger thing. Always. Just, mm. You, you got it. That's the thing is like you don't need the acrylic nails to get it down. You just have to, I, okay. I'm I'm too good at these mannerisms that my friends do. It's it's like you know I've been your friend for a while and we have a close relationship when I start doing your mannerisms. Right. Ah. Or like saying things like you in a way. Cause I like I take that on. Because like I was never especially like growing up, I didn't have a lot of friends. I had a close net of friends. Ah. So like we all talked the same in some sort of way. So I like absorb everybody else's kind of personality in a way. And that's just me. So like, especially like with Adrian, like I wasn't like the super sassy kind of guy. And then slowly becoming like best friends with her. I boom. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm out here sassing it up, Yeah, you know, having a time. I've always been the goofy type, but like, I definitely take on personalities of people around me and just trying to uplift no, myself in a way. Yeah, like, well, I mean, it's a, it's a way of integrating yourself because when, when you do, because I do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do stuff like that, you find yourself in sync with the other people a lot faster. Right. right. My, I think the only thing that I have not got into was like, and this has been with all of my friends. Like all of my friends are super into music. You know, they have their favorite artists. They have like the people they like and don't like. And like, and there's debates and there's like, this song's trash. This song's a hit. And I'm like, (laughs) really? Yeah. I'm not that into music like that. I was like, I love music, but I, I'm not that invested in it. It's background yeah. versus yeah, it, it, like we yeah. had a friend like that where she would it, just listen to music in the car, but like concerts stuff like that, she was just like, oh, I like, just listen to music. I don't really like like it's not like she doesn't enjoy music, but mm-hmm. it's just like it's just there. Yes, um, like I have my friends like I like reggaeton and like R and B, hip hop, you know, old school R and B and hip hop as well, you know, and then I have like Robert who like is putting everybody on to like whatever <laughs> you know and then you got adrian getting into black pink and all of a sudden i'm out here like bada bing bada boom bada bing <laughs> you know just singing their songs out of nowhere like i'll just be random with it so it's like it, it is what it is i i've never like 
had that much passion about music, but all my friends have, especially uh, here in Saint Cloud with like a, the local environment. It's such a just, like weird dynamic. That is almost. so weird Cause, to like, think cause, for like, all of us because we're like so in. We're like this is what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, how do you not care so much about this? But then it's like. Steven plays D and D, and like a lot of my friends do. I'm just like, I'm sure I would love it if I got into it. Okay. Oh, and Robert, all, you would be all fantastic. Just like, you would be, and I'm like, Yo. I would get too into it, and I know oh, I would. No. And I'm like, I just don't have time. Another thing to add to your plate, like, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so I'm like, look, it's like the thing so is, like, is like, that's your guys' thing. Like you know, and you need. Mm-hmm. I think you need friends where it's like that's your thing. Like we don't have to do fucking everything together. I don't need to like right. everything you do. Fuck it. Like, I, I like I do have this this thing where like. I feel left out in a way. It is like, damn, I was like, I wish I knew more about music, but like, it's just like, it's too late now. I could have had that growing up and like actually been passionate about it. Like my brother was a DJ, you know, really? Up. Yeah. And it's like, he had his whole thing for a while. Uh, and he would like, DJ like teen dances and shit. Oh, oh okay. You gotcha. Know, it wasn't Worst anything. Dances. Lots of ushers songs yeah. then. Yeah. Yep. Usher. <laughs> I would be the main one there dancing. <laughs> on anybody i didn't uh, care you got it bad mm-hmm. no. that's the other thing like steven he can bust a move he can, he can, can drop that kitty drop. down low like <laughs> like he can bust it i can't do that shit yeah I'm like, I'm like i can tina belcher twerk <laughs> and, i mean i'm out here pop locking and like, i'm just what? like uh, ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't do it too often and like you when it what? comes to dancing dancing was a big thing i was into especially growing up i Always love dancing. Um, Which explains the rigatone then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like, especially I like I grew up listening to it. So it's just like fucking Daddy Yankee, Don Omar and shit. Just fucking Aventura and just like a bunch of different shit. That, that, I'm curious now. I, I hadn't thought about this before, but um, St. Cloud has a vein of like very fluid, like... Um, there's no nobody is any one thing they're like 10 different things whereas in like your uh what's it called nuclear um setting so like um like jocks and emo kids and mm-hmm. the, like they're over there mm-hmm. this is over here whereas st cloud like there's like everybody is all of those things like adrian does burlesque but is also into football and she just got into yeah, fun. I, 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 I have just, uh, but the thing is, is like, but even being willing to go into right. football, like, you know what I mean? Well, so like, there's, so I'm curious, yeah. like, was, the, were there things that you were not even aware of that you got put onto because of being in that setting and having the friends that you have? Um, so like when I first moved here, strictly hip hop, R and B and reggaeton. And like stuff like that, I didn't listen to country. I still really don't listen to country. Thank you, Kim. There was like, there's we like are a one, no country household. I there's like one song called Heaven that I actually really like. It's by this country. It's like K Brown or something. I don't know his name, mm. but it's it's actually a good song in my opinion. Um, but like I started getting into like metal, rock, and like stuff like that. Uh, so and this is like before I, I met Adrian. It was like I, I was a little bit into it because my roommates were always listening to it and I was like, oh, okay, like whatever, I'll I'll listen, you know. And then when I met Adrian and like started working at the red carpet, you know, working shows and uh doing security, 
just the vast amount of different music that was there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, I actually really like this. Is like I haven't exposed myself to this or like anything like that, but you know, I have Adrian, I have Robert, I have like Callie, Annie, and just like uh, a whole bunch of different people introducing like new music to me without even like telling me, hey, listen to this. Oh, you know, yeah. so it's like, yeah, they just, this is just what they listen to. And if I like it, I like it. If I don't, whatever, you know. So, I, I mean, not not just in the musical sense, but like the like burlesque stuff. Had you ever seen any of that before? I saw the movie Burlesque <clears throat> before I actually saw real Burlesque. Okay. And it's vastly different. Um, <laughs> oh, but, yeah. uh I met Adrian. I, I, God, oh, God. This is like one of the first days I started working security, and me and Adrian weren't even like friends. Like, I didn't even know who she was. All I knew, she was one of the bosses. Uh, Rachel was in the Burlesque troupe at the time, too. It was This is uh, the Vixens. Mm-hmm. I'm working the side door uh, by the Red Room. And the show's going on. All of a sudden, I just look. I see Adrian. I'm like, what the hell is she doing up there? I was like, what's going on? Boom. Close off. I was like, oh, I shouldn't look. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I shouldn't be looking at this. And then, boom, Rachel's up there. I was like, I really should not be looking at that. And I was like, "Mm, no. I was like, what what, what is this? You know, it's like, I'm like, what is that? And she's like, oh, that's burlesque. I was like, oh, I saw the movie. She's like, it's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) It is not the same. Is like I think at the actual movie, burlesque was more like cabaret numbers, yeah, than anything else. But um, like, were you a gamer and D and D and shit like that beforehand? Uh, I always played video games. Uh, it's it's more of a way to connect with my family. I was a big PlayStation guy, and a lot of my family had PlayStation, so I always played like Call of Duty, Destiny, and like stuff like that, Minecraft with them, and like this. It would, it would be a ritual thing, like we did almost every day. Caused a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did, um, but D and D I got into when I was here. I've heard about it. I was always wondered about it, and never really like got into it. I know, um, and then I started watching this uh, show on YouTube called Critical Role, and it's just a bunch of voice actors who play Dungeons and Dragons, and that's actually how they uh, is <laughs> that, That's their like their intro. It's like, hey, well, welcome to Critical. A bunch of nerdy ass voice actors play Dungeons and Dragons. Is that Dan Harmon's thing? No, that's Do you Harmon know what I'm Quest. Talking? Harmon Quest. Yeah, that's Harmon that's... Quest. Um, this is like Matt Mercer. Uh, uh, Marisha Ray, Laura Bailey, Talison Jaffe, uh, Sam Regal, who's an Emmy Award winning like director, I think. His wife is a director as well. Uh-huh. Um, Liam O'Brien and uh, Travis Willingham. And like they all play. And it's fantastic. And I, like, I really wanted to get into it. So me and Adrian were walking through the mall, you know, and we see like people in the cafe. Uh, no, in the food court gosh uh playing like magic and like star wars uh and and way i was like we started talking about dungeons and dragons so we like started looking for people to play with uh we had to find a dm and everything so it's it's definitely changed my life i can't really remember what my life was without D. oh wow wow it, it's that <clears throat> life-changing for me it's uh it's it's just becoming so emotionally invested into it because you you create these characters and you're going through these stories and 
you have your triumphs, your downfalls, and like, you know, and every character has a little bit of you, you know. Yes, you can put their personality in whatever you where you want, mm. but in every sense of the word, or every sense of of the game and creating oh. your characters. <clears throat> I'm breathing in that air that air freshener is making my throat hurt. <laughs> uh, this mic smelt really bad, so I sprayed it with an air freshener, and now it's like well, look, you just inhaling. Yeah, Alex has halitosis. In every character you make, there's a little bit of you, you know. And it, what's great about it is you can play whoever you want. You could be whoever you want, you know. You can be who you aren't in real life. You know, it's like, I want to be this person who helps everybody and is there for everybody. And, uh, you know, it's making a change, you know, or you can be this evil person who's just really selfish. You know, you can act out your selfish desires in these games. And it's I think it's a healthy way to, like, go about your life in a way i don't know well yeah you're like you're you're um just you're you're manipulating or you're playing out the emotional spectrum Mm -hmm. that's possible in life right i didn't know that like quote unquote normal people play dungeons and dragons until we made friends with uh guys over at tattoo shop in town mm -hmm. and they're like badass seeming dudes Mm mm-hmm and I remember I was saying that uh, we were going to do photos like after shop close or something like that. And the boss was like, ah, I got my my D&D, you know, thing I got to do. And, and I was like, what? I thought it was a joke. Real. Like, but yeah, he so. Well, and I'm like the same way, you know, like you look at like movies and shows and yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, that's yeah. like that's, that's nerd, nerd kid yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Right. You're like, I'm too cool to be doing this. And I'm like. Here's all my friends that I know are badass and cool, and they're just like, "Yep, yeah, no, we're not. We're playing D and D for twelve hours. <laughs> See ya." But the the great thing about D and D is it's a such a broad spectrum of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For like sure. I've I've heard many times like you don't look like that type of person. I was like, well, I am. I'm very into fantasy and like stuff like that. My favorite part of any game is character creation because I get to bring to life an actual person yeah have you, you know, in my head have you gotten cyber the new cyberpunk no that that character customization is uh crazy i've seen some videos yeah i actually sasha gray uh <laughs> is streaming now on twitch i believe the guy who played borat <laughs> Google everyone if you don't know Google Sasha Gray. She made herself in the game. No, it's, she she used to be a porn star, right? Yes. Yeah. Cuz I think she had does she have a podcast now too? She's still very th- involved in the industry. I think she's more uh, I'm, like I'm directs sure. and produces. But, but yeah. She, it's the customization is so advanced like you get to choose your boob size, your nipple size, you get to choose your penis size, you know, and it's that real. Yeah, and it's mm. I'm like, okay, like this is wow, and I'm I'm like I'm surprised like these platforms actually let them stream this game because there's such a ban on like content like that. Yeah, you know, there's oh. not supposed to yeah. be nudity, but then you have this, so it seems. But wild how much as you fuck. like fantasy stuff and all that nerdy stuff? I'm surprised you don't do D and D. I don't have time. 
It's true. See, that's huge. I'm that's not the big thing. thing. Yeah. The uh, biggest thing, uh, the biggest complaint in the D&D community is time to play. Because you have to schedule around everybody's uh, work schedules, life, and everything. Like, I'm lucky enough to have a Sunday thing where I I play every Sunday uh, with the same group. And I've been playing them with them for almost I th- either two years or almost two years. Wow. Wow. And it's been every time. Unless something comes up, you know, you know, family stuff or like we'll cancel or we'll still play without that person if the story is not really involving them in some sort of way. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's a uh, it's a very much because I play in two groups. So I play with Adrian. Oh. And uh Callie and Sandy and Hunter from the red carpet and Liam's our DM who is also our old uh head of security. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And and we all play uh at the red carpet sometimes. <laughs> Lately we've been playing over uh a website called Roll20 which like you have maps and everything. It's a whole ordeal. Uh but sometimes it doesn't work out. It's like, you know, work schedules get in the way mm-hmm. and everything. So with that group we planned on different days, so it's like if everybody has off on a Tuesday, we'll play then. Or, uh, okay, okay. You know. That's cool though that you have something where you still get together with people and mm-hmm. do something, and it's, it's very fun. It's like your book club, kind of. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever watched uh, Dwarven Forge? It's a d- documentary about a guy who makes landscapes. Oh, I've heard of Jordan Forge. Uh, they are a sponsor of Critical Role. Oh. Mm-hmm. They, Very they, cool. They they sponsor Critical Role uh, ever so often, so they provide them with like uh, battle maps and everything. Uh, the DM Matt Mercer creates everything, but they give them the pieces and everything. And like sometimes those things are super elaborate and it's crazy, you know. Just it's the, wild, man. Just the art of because it's like you got to paint a lot of like those minis and like the the world pieces. You really don't have to paint because they there's like a set theme for like a lot of them. But like mini painting, that is a skill that I will never acquire. That is patience that I will never acquire. Like I have um, a mini that was painted for me uh, by Josh. Um, And just the detail he went into it was crazy there was grass on it and everything it just looked very real and just like there's wear and tear on the armor there's like you know stuff and it's like just that kind of skill set and that that community in itself is just mind-boggling yeah it's wild yeah watching uh, watching that that documentary i was just blown away because they hand make every single Mm -hmm thing that's that's in these yep. worlds and there's maps that can come with it and you can remove like cobblestone and there'll be rats under the city and like yep. it's fucking bananas they they actually have um there's a uh, uh another show on what a youtube called uh worm life which is for the company wormwood who also um i think coordinates with them as well uh-huh. um and they did a tour and they have this huge, I think it's like eight, eight foot by like four feet table with an indent in it. And it's just a whole like city. And like, they have different levels of it. They have like the sewers that are under there and like everything, like different locations. They got it like a mansion. And at one part it's, 
crazy. The the amount of detail in it is crazy. Wow. And it's like so much immersion in that, but at the same time, there's like you don't need that much. Right. You know. If you're into that, by all means, that's a that's that, a costly habit habit to have, you know. That was the other wild thing that I saw. Like they show like um the beginnings of Dungeons and Dragons and um how it was just pencil and paper. Mm-hmm. Like there was no figurines, there's no nothing. It was all like memory and yeah, what you were willing to write out. Note taking is a huge part of it. Oh, it is. It is like if you were good at note taking in school, Dungeons and Dragons, the fucking you note take for so much things. Oh, I'd be so fucked. <laughs> like, I love note taking, but the thing, I, I the thing is, like, I don't note take. I did like at the beginning, but I stopped. But we have people who do it. Yeah, so okay. like, there sometimes there's a designated person like the scribe, mm-hmm. you know, that note takes much- like the full session. And important points that we need to uh, remember. How much does that pay an hour? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I wish. I mean, I could get in on that because it's like some of the stories, like, like you'll start to put everything together, and like this, like in Critical Role, uh, Matt Mercer's wife, Marisha Ray, ultimate note taker. She was fucking calling back shit from like episodes earlier in the year, and like. She put all these things together and actually pretty much figured out what's going on, like with a certain character and just like recalls to their session before and just like the emotional connection these people have and just the acting skill. Like they get so in depth, like they cry for real. Wow. Like they have full on like bawling tears when people die, when like things happen, you know. This sounds like a Netflix show, and he's just pulling it from YouTube. Like, yeah, which is dope, though. Like they're actually they're like, it's sick. so Critical Role is so good, and like just the community is just fantastic. There are some toxic ass people in there, though, but it's so fantastic. They actually have an animated series coming coming out on Amazon, so they're working on that right now. They're working with uh, I think it's called Titmouse. The, oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're working with Titmouse to create their uh, D and D games. It's fucking awesome. And actually bring it to the screen. So damn. So that that and it's going to be the first ever uh, animated show that uh, that is transferred from D and D is transferred from. Like Harm Request is kind of, but that's like on the scene. This is a lot more detail, a lot more uh, things into it. But it's fun. I think Robert would be absolutely fantastic into it. Your boy's only day off is on Sunday. And they're like, that's when we meet, especially like when bars are open. I'm working six days a week, including doubles on Friday and Saturday. And that's okay. That's and that's fine. So I'm like, I really don't got time for this. Yeah. And I know. would totally fall in love with it and get absorbed really into invested. it. And I know I would. Bards. So it's like Bards are, the bard is your class all the way. It is the horny, musically talented, the 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 <laughs> jokesters, the pranksters, fucking just the 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 goof man of the So the they're group. they're different like what do you mean when you said that? Bard? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. There's different classes. <laughs> so now when you meet people, do you in your head put them in classes like eh, if you play D&D, you'd be this person? Oh, that's funny. Like the uh, Myers-Briggs. Oh, yeah. I, I typecast them in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, in a way. Uh, you Instead know. of going for astrology, he goes straight to D&D. <laughs> Not what's, what's your, your horoscope? You're such a fucking bard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. That's you know, funny. that would be hilarious. It's bard season. <laughs> and uh, I can't hear myself. Oh, sorry. Go again. Oh. I think I got it. You may have unplugged it. All right. Do, do Kim and Chris. Yeah, I want to know what I am. Start, start with Kim. Hmm. <laughs> Kim, what are you into? Just generally. What am I into, Chris? Generally. I was going to ask Chris because I don't uh, know my. Uh, I like, like music. Nat- music, nature, you know. Sure, yeah. That that I need a definition. <laughs> okay, this answer. is I my accuracy. life. I clean and okay. I work and I take care of the kids but and I that, listen to music. No, what are you into? Like, that, what is your my, what is your passion? Guilty pleasures. What, anything? What's my passion, Chris? She likes emo. Oh, she's music. passionate about complaining about those things like she's not into them Gosh, how does that amazing it's, this is like i when people are like what kind of hobbies do you have i'm like i don't really have any hobbies she's a she's a mom that's her hobby that's my yeah. hobby yeah and i, I love it you, I, that's you, the things i like harder. to do i know harder. um i'm a caretaker cleric Okay. She's like very cleric. specific. Like, um, like if I if I try to help out with the cleaning, I'm not doing the cleaning right. It does it wrong? I can't even have a cleaning lady. Well, because I can't afford that one. <laughs> and two, like I like it's my coping skill. I love to clean. I love to take care of things. I'm I love. I'm a night cleaner. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm a when I'm pissed, I like to clean too. Ooh, that's the best cleaning. The spots everywhere. I stress eat and clean. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Amen. I it's, it's you horrible. stress clean that plate off. God damn. Facts. <laughs> clean plate club. Holla. What about? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, um, I don't have hobbies. I get really invested in like Netflix show, shows and stuff like that, and then music. But that's it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I w- I would say. Uh, she she has taken on the role of caretaker ever since she was like fourteen or fifteen. No, before that third grade. Are you religious at all? <laughs> no, no, nah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, cleric. They're religious, but like okay, I'm spiritual. Uh, I guess I'm not religious. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> spiritual. spiritual. It, it, so yes, there's so many different gods in D and D. different pantheons. Sometimes they use like Nordic pantheons, Egyptian, and mm. you know, uh, then they have their, all their own. It's a vast majority. I just don't try to get into it too much. Ooh, yeah. Like Cleric Kim. Cleric Kim. Cleric Kim. Yeah. CK. Yeah. Calvin life, Clyde. Life no, Cleric Kim. Kim. <laughs> you know, you're you're the healer. Yeah, there we go. You know. Yeah. Cute. <sighs> Wholesome. I think I think Chris would be a bard as well. It, it just like what a up, very bard much, brothers. Uh, uh, entertainer uh, and, and stuff like that. You know, where's the horny part, though? Oh, horny! Oh, Deborah. Oh, that's just that is that is a look. That's that is a stigma. That is a stigma on bards. That they that's fuck, what I thought. Literally, they fuck everything. They will fuck all the monsters. Yeah, they will fuck. There was some. Yeah. That, how do you think half orcs and half elves were created? Halflings, like. Okay. Yeah, how do you think coronavirus was created? Did you watch <laughs> those South damn Park bards? <laughs> like, there's there's so many things. And, there's so many different combination of classes as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, there's like so there's different bards even. Oh yeah, oh, okay. like they have uh, colleges. Like there's like College of Valor or no <laughs> Bard College, <laughs> pretty much. Bard. So there's know? different bards. So Chris would be like the jokester entertainer bard. Uh, that I think it would be. Uh, and I'm like. The musical. I I'm not well versed in bards. I know a lot of D and D. I'm not well versed in bards. I have mm. not played them. Bardy like Chris. That. I <laughs> I am I am uh, loyal, sincere, and passionate in in that sense. So mm-hmm. like in the friendships that I that I make and right. the way that I want to highlight people, like how I said, like the, bards are a very much so a support class. Ah, okay. They the, their their thing is. Um, you know, supporting because you, like you're a spellcaster, you're not supposed to be up in the battle, but they have like spells that can calm groups of people. That they have spells mm. that can uh, entice people, and just like you have inspiration. You know, it's like when somebody's doing something, you have bardic inspiration to give them an extra oomph to whatever oh. they're doing. You know, and it's just like a hype man. Oh, nice. So that, that's why I yeah. I also say hey, we are the hype men. Yeah, we're. But we're I play so many different classes. I've played fucking the very first class I ever played was very much like a Gandalf style, which was like a fighter spellcaster, and which is called the Eldritch Knight. And so it's just a fighter who's not that great at magic. Okay, but they can uh, buff themselves or cast spells. You know. Uh, I have not successfully played one because they have all died. Oh. Um, so R.I.P. Yeah, uh, but that was my very first class. I play a barbarian right now called, uh, named Sven the Bear King. Oh, that's awesome! That's the title. I, that's the title of this episode. Sven, Sven the, Bear the Bear King. King. That is my gamer tag. Uh, I've had that gamer tag for about four years now. I've changed it a couple times, but I always go back to it, and I can go back to it because nobody else has thought of it. That's very so interesting. It's a true original, and I love it. Also, I have uh, my brother's uh, sister-in-law who calls me Sven. Okay, <laughs> and, it's, and so that's where it came from originally uh, because of Frozen, <laughs> the goddamn goddamn reindeer. But like, I play uh, a rogue right now, uh, rogue assassin. Whose name is Lucian? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I I did not have that connection through that show. Uh, I did not think of that. But uh, right now, he, I the way I play him right now, he is a bard, without being a bard. Okay. He um, he makes his own clothes. You know, he's very fashionable. So because you're an assassin, do you have to like you're hiding as a bard, basically? You know that key? is. Thank you for that. I need that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I like that. Good idea. Thank you for character. Like I'm a bard during the day, but at night, like I'm an assassin. Yeah. Like I'm a sing to you while I kill you type <laughs> shit. It's like the thing is, is like I, I'm musically talented. I'm talented with art, just in general. Performance things I am very good at with this character. I make my own clothes. I, I play music. I paint. I you know wow. I, I talk the shit out of people. <laughs> and it's like I was like, fuck, I should have just been a bard. <laughs> but it is what it is, you know. And it's like right now we're in a city that's like famous for its tailor. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make this man a suit. 
Oh, I thought you meant like Taylor Swift. I, that's of. where I went because that's what I've been listening Taylor's to the last like couple clothes. days. Oh, oh the Evermore. <laughs> Such a great so album. Good. So good. Oh, See, I this is what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. And I was like, ooh. I know. And then she yeah. gives us more and then it's like, and then she says those cuss words. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. yep. Taylor blessing us at... It's beautiful. It's a, it's a she knows. She, she knows gave. what her people want. And she really she gave. does. She gave we us. didn't even know we wanted folk, folklore, and she and gave it. And then, and then we like, didn't even know we wanted this, and she's like, "Yeah, a little more." Uh-huh. What a great gift for Christmas! Right? This is how you get addicted. Yeah. She's like, yeah. she's like, here's my original strain. Now, have some of this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's put um, some fentanyl on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, how you're hooked. Uh, but yeah, so we're in a area where it's famous for like its clothing mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i'm gonna make my guy a suit in this medieval world this fantasy world he's gonna look dapper as fuck so like right now i i have plans to make him a navy blue suit with a white uh shirt black tie and those tan shoes he's a black guy as well oh <laughs> i play a black guy. dripping i i play a black guy so it's fun so it's kind of like your real life where you're trying to play a black guy. <laughs> yes and no, because hey. I'm actually part black. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> black, white, Puerto Rican right here. <laughs> Which privilege do I want today? The white? <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah. I you got know, you. <laughs> there's, I get so into d and I spend so much money. Dice are... Just the dice alone is a real addiction. I have all the books, which is like over like six hundred dollars. Wow! Of just stuff. I shot a wedding that was D and D themed. Ooh! And uh, ooh, what gun did you? It use? was a it was a gay wedding. <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, they the officiant was um, ordained in. Uh, God, what was it? There's like a so you can be you can have your marriage license or um your, your ministry license ministry license in any oh yeah type of ministry so she hers was Harry Potter and they recognize that legal marriage is that yeah. is that that's legal funny thing is the How two ladies that got ordained? married are lawyers so they knew oh. they know it's legal what yo let's do some shit like that shit. so just randomly marry people. Be ordained. Harry so Potter. before they did their their yeah. vows, they brought out this huge die to roll for who gets to go first. Go first. Roll initiative. Yes, roll for initiative. Mm-hmm. First oh one gosh. was a four, and they were like, and you That's could tell. Trash. So the whole party, the whole like everybody that was at the wedding even knew because the the four hits and everyone goes ooh. <laughs> And then uh that's how you know you have great D&D friends. <laughs> and then uh the 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 next lady rolled and she got a 1. A natural 1? And everyone was freaking out. Doomed to marriage. And the the official was like, "I almost have to cast um what the fuck did she say? Oh my Revitalizing God. or some um revivify? Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but like I almost have to cast. God, I know too many spells. <laughs> cast cast something so that she doesn't die. Basically, it's either spare the dying, raise dead, revivify. <laughs> uh, but it was hilarious. Like 
mm-hmm. the, and they were all about it. Like it's the and there Chris were they're like what the f- there was Chris was probably super getting into it. Oh, too. I that's love the thing. He loves <laughs> shit like that. That and that's the thing about D and D. It affects you so deeply and in your life that it's like it just becomes a part of you. Like I said, I don't remember my life that much before D and D. And Chris Third, loves being around 30? people that are passionate about yeah. things like that. So like he like. It's just like, whoa, where I'd be like, what the fuck? Kim's like, 30, the, where am I going? Where's 30 this? of yeah, the people that were at the wedding were not from Minnesota. And the way that they all met was that they were a part of this group that they were, um, there's like a, a fan fiction, um, yes and. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so they were a part of this group where somebody would write, uh, chapters one and two and then or pages you know four and five or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. and then they would hand it off to the next person and they would write so there was like 30 of these people that were doing that where they were writing and having to keep track of and that's how the two ladies met and then these people were so fucking close that they all flew out for this wedding and and I can't remember if all of them play D&D together as well but they all play D and D, so it was. It's online D and D games are very much like online Call of Duty games, where you just meet random people and you become like yes, it's stranger danger, uh, <laughs> but then you have these like deep connections with the people, and that it, it becomes that deep friendship that these things do kind of happen. And there are a lot of D and D games that take place online all throughout, like, but there's so many people that play. There's actually a guy who's running a campaign that's been going on for at least 40 years now. Jesus and people nuts. People come to his house. I think it's in like Scotland or something. And they fly there to play with him. And he has a basement full of like minis, a terrain, and just sets it all up. And it's crazy. Wow. And that like those types of connections like they last, you know, if you really get into it and you just have that type of group, they last. And it's just like, I feel like I can't believe that there isn't like a virtual reality branch of D and D because I feel like that would be like, imagine like, did you ever play Skyrim? Oh, a fuck ton. Could you imagine if like the level of world open world, but in Skyrim, or in uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and then being able to like, I think there's actually something for VR in the works, but it's like an indie game type deal. Like, okay, and uh, somebody, somebody was telling me about it. I can't remember who, but like, it's such, it's a, it's a huge task just to like set up the world and you know, it's situation, the characters and everything that you're gonna encounter in it. But when you actually get it into it and play it it's fantastic red you know and it's, it just feels so real you know yeah like like the the again the emotional connection to it is so deep like i had a, a character die in the group that i played with today um he played my best friend and i cried at, like actually in game you know, oh, wow. and I was crying. I was like, as a person, I was like, fuck, you know, it's my best friend. And he, he died, you know? 
Yeah. And like you connect those types of situations to like real life things, you know, mm-hmm. it's like if you yeah. had somebody pass away, it's like boom. and people think that like this is nerdy. I get that. Like watching movies and TV shows and Exa- all that, exactly like where you I was get so go. invested in these characters. And when they exactly. pass away, like I can't I cry all the time during movies and exactly. reading books and stuff. Yeah, all. I just rewatched mm-hmm. all the Harry Potters and I'm like, I'm crying like mm-hmm. book four throughout. I'm crying in every one of these movies and yeah. I know exactly when it's going to happen. I've seen these 30 times. Yep. I'm going to cry every single time. Yeah. Like, and this yeah. is how it is. It's like, a, take that emotional connection and put yourself into yeah, it. Yeah, because you, yeah, no. you created you are that part character. Of it. Yeah. Too real. You're yeah. part of <laughs> Hogwarts. You're, you're actually there at Hogwarts, going through those battles, nope. going through those trials. Yeah. Uh, you're actually in the end game of, of, with the Avengers, and you are helping them, but some fucking Spider-Man dies. Man, yeah. how do you Chris know? lost it oh. when he was like, when that, he died, I it was cried almost like that father out. son thing, and mm-hmm. that connection. That yeah. I was like, "Wow!" The like, thing what's that I got, like, it was, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. When oh. yeah. exactly, I was, like, oh, I was like, "No, no, not my boy." When he was saying sorry, like that, that, you know, he felt that he had let Tony Stark down. Like that whole oh, like, I'm sorry, Mister Stark. Like, I'm so sorry. It's like, I, you know, and I was like. This is none of your fault, my guy. Right? Exactly. This is not your fault. Plus, like, it's you're Tom out here Holland. being he's great. So fucking cute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's so little. You're like, don't die. You're like, you're so precious. He's a he's a walking spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a walking. Okay, spoiler. Okay, if you though. haven't seen it by now, you deserve it. Yeah. To be spoiled. Well, yeah. We're, we're on three years. I, oh, well, it's for you're, it's you're talking about services. You're talking about how like him and uh, he's, him and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, like, Mark Ruffalo spoiled movies because yeah. like in their interviews. It's ridiculous. It's very. I'm, I'm just glad I don't watch those things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the only things I watch on TV is like New Girl. I mean, get oh, so good. So Such good. A good show. Get back into the nerd stuff. Did you guys see all the trailers for like the Marvel movies Dude, they and everything? Just dropped like a ton they're, they're just of like, them. Oh, yeah. Here's Marvel. Here's Star Wars. I'm like, what is happening today? Oh my god. For real. And like, they knew we needed it. They announced like. She Hulk. They announced Miss Marvel. Uh, they announced they like we've known There's, that Christian Bale was going to be a part right. of uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yep, yep, yep. He's, God the Gore Butcher. Yeah, I saw a or picture Gore, of him. I was Gore like, the Jeez. God Butcher. Yeah, I was like, oh, holy shit, this dude is crazy looking. Oh, that series, mm-hmm. that story arc is the. I'm I'm bummed that he's gonna be like just a villain in the thing mm-hmm. because his story, Gore the God Butcher's story, is so fucking incredible that mm-hmm. like I hope that they do it justice because Christian Bale is absolutely the guy that oh, could yeah. fucking make that character uh, have as much depth as he needs. But oh, for sure, um, God, what I was gonna say, I don't know. That's okay. Yeah, we've done a lot of nerd things. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> Marvel What If. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. excited for that. Yeah, the animation is kind of weird to me and the way it looks, but just the whole What If factor, like T'Challa becoming uh, Star-Lord. Yep. Like, that's crazy. Well, having U- Uatu the Watcher be mm-hmm. in there, too. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Uatu the Watcher is? No idea. He, he's one me of the uh, Celestials, like, no. isn't he? Yeah. No. he. So he's a part of a race of beings that like time is um irrelevant to them. yeah exactly so like and they have the capability to um launch uh civilizations forward in in these crazy ways and um they really only so 
they were supposed to just be observers, but they started interjecting into things. Shit got all fucked up. And Uatu was like the last person to try and do something good, and it backfired on him. So now he doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. That's what was weird about. It must be the, like a telepathy trailer, thing. Like, oh, probably is. He's like, I am the watcher. You know. Yeah, because um, he. Yeah. So if something, so something like Endgame, mm-hmm. right? Something that insane is about to happen. He shows up and watches to chronicle it. And he's to, a chronicler. But like, like the Eternals, I think is a product of that race. You know. Just because are they? I I believe so because because the celestials had made the Eternals because they they were going to different planets trying to bestow powers onto them and if they weren't going the way they wanted, they would destroy oh, the planet. Oh, that's that's from what my understanding, what I've heard. Yeah, these guys are separate from from that because that was more in the sense like the so celest there were some celestials that had created mm-hmm. races where they wanted things to advance. Um, but most of them, it was like the planet just needs to have as much life as it needs. Right. And then because eventually we just want another celestial to be born. You see, Robert, when a celestial is born, the planet goes kaboop and blows up. And then boom, celestials like where, where all throughout mm-hmm. the galaxy and just does the whole fucking thing yeah. over again. Just, just birthing an <laughs> explosion. For as much nerd shit as I love, I've seen m- less than half of the Marvel movies that are out there. Excuse me. I just I do not get into the superhero thing like a lot of people sure. do. I'm but I'm very much like Star Wars, um, Lord of the Rings. Like I loved Game of Thrones. Like a lot you of medieval. Saw the stuff, package like, I just opened was Lord of the Rings for Land in the oh, se- book series. For oh. oh, good for you. Land and love. Good mom. <laughs> he, brought, he read all the hobbits like two years ago he's in sixth oh, so grade so good. in fourth grade he read all of the hobbits you know in fourth grade i tried to claim that i read the hobbits uh <laughs> to my like, teacher nah. and my dad had it he's like you did not read this book boy <laughs> <laughs> i was very impressed and then he read all the harry potters too before we went on our trip to california and he mm-hmm. like he just he's gonna be a fantasy writer i can tell it right now he and he's so into minecraft he is mm. like his worlds in minecraft he gets really D&D. into it he's world building just thinking that. you are setting himself up to be a fantasy writer that has in-depth world building and character creation and it's going to be fantastic he's going to play D. i can tell it right now he probably is Maybe he reminds me just... very much of my older brother so my it's funny we talk about nerd stuff and like i always made fun of my brother for being a nerd but then like that's like he's so intelligent mm-hmm. but my brother was very much like that and the way landon talks it drives chris and me crazy because it does remind me of my older brother but he has so many mannerisms of him mm-hmm. <laughs> what talks you like when you're around people you. like that are like that yeah but he's he, never he around my brother you, never what? that's what's so weird that's what's wow. the weird part is never around like christmas once a year he sees my brother and kim only fucked her brother once so i'm not Gross. convinced that he's Gross. what are you were you hey. stuck in the washer hey it was <laughs> what are you what are doing, doing real bro <laughs> 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 Ugh. But yeah, look, I look, mean, Kim, no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> this is a free space. Honestly, like the internet, maybe not so much, but right here, intro- <laughs> it, okay. introduce him to D and D. Maybe he'll like it. Yeah, maybe. You know, DMs they have a hard job, but I from what I've DM'd once, it was horrible. I I tried. Have but, you done, I was gonna Ooh. say, have you ever slid into it? <laughs> I've slid into multiple DMs as a chunky boy. I have failed. <laughs> 
But how many <laughs> D&D DMs have you slid into? Yeah, that's what I meant was yeah. I was joking about you fucking DMs. Yeah. Not not no. I've up. made out with one of my DMs. Ooh. No, uh, Jake. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I've, I've kissed Jake multiple times. Okay. <laughs> I've made out with him. I've a kissed lot. Chris multiple yeah. times. Yeah. I've kissed you. I, yeah, I've kissed did. Chris. Then you've. Oh, yeah. We did. Yeah. That's funny. Emo night? Emo night. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. I don't remember anything that night. I don't want to talk about it. It gives me such bad anxiety. I get sweaty. Do you want to talk about it? No, not at all. Like, it puts me in a panic attack. I mean, attack. I've kissed oh. everyone in this room if we're going to talk about it. <laughs> I had That's chance, really funny, That actually. is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, shit. I think uh, Julie tested us one day saying that we wouldn't kiss. No, the first time we did, it was the first day... Like, bars are going to reopen because of coronavirus, Mm -hmm. whatever. And we were going to do, like, a light opening of just staff Mm -hmm. at midnight till 2, just to see how we could get through it. And in, like, an hour and a half, me and Steven probably had, like, nine Rumplemint shots. (laughs) Like, we're fucking plastered. We're drinking martinis. Like, we are just (laughs) gone. Like, in that time frame, I dropped, like, $120. Oh my gosh! On a tab, oh, yeah. we were so excited. Like it was so, yeah. and it was I, so much fun because you're I just there with like all your friends. <laughs> and like me and Stephen kissed that night, and we were talking about it at the bar. And um, my girlfriend Julie's like, "No, you're not." I'm like, "I'll kiss him right now." Like, what's good? Like, and, okay. And so we did. This is my guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you ain't kissing the homies, what you doing? The facts. I'm out here cuddling with him. Speaking of which, um, so there, there's an episode that can't that. We're not releasing because we talk a bunch of shit about and other comics. Bleep. I hope you bleep that. Why would you assume that I'm not? I don't know. I mean, it, I it's, mean, he it's, bleeped the, my name out of the threesome story. True. <laughs> as, as, <laughs> let me incriminate myself. Go listen back on that one. Yeah, <laughs> go listen to the first That's Adrian like our Annie. most played episode ever. Most yeah, listened to that episode. That story is it's, it's, a time. it's a time. But I mean, like, you it's talk a lot shit of funny. justifiably so. Yes, 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 yes. So we talk some shit, but I told uh, I told the story because uh, the the first my first night back into doing stand up because I was going to do um, this contest that was coming up at Sisyphus and I hadn't tested out my material in a while. So go there, and I went upstairs to see you because whoever was working was like, "Yeah, Rob's not down here. He's up in the Martina. He's bartender." I was like, what? That's fucking awesome. Advancing. So it was so cool because we get there, or I get upstairs, and I see you working. There's trivia going on, so there's a bunch of people. There's a lot to do. And I had my mask on, and I was like, I was like, he doesn't doesn't notice me. And I was like sitting in this like, it's going to be so fucking cool when he finally notices me. And then I saw you finally like do the... (gasps) And you like just stopped dead in your tracks and you were like, ah, ah, I gotta go give this drink. And you were like, Do you want a drink? You don't want a drink. Uh what <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm so excited. I'm like, can I get trying? I was like, shit, no, I can't. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm like, no, you don't do that. That's disrespectful. <laughs> oh I'm so sorry. But at least you were nice about it, because yeah. later that night some asshole put a beer in Chris's hand. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, that the, that guy we don't bleep out, it was Ira Ford. Oh. Yeah. It was not cool. Like literally put it in Chris's hand and asked if he missed the feel of that. Oh god. Oh, that's yeah. that's it was weird as fuck. 
Yeah, I only just put my dick in your hand. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, which I can drive home after a couple of those. Right, Facts. I can't. <laughs> I'm passed out in a ball of my own sweat. You know, twitching. Like, uh, but yeah, that w- like, and I had forgotten like how much I missed you. Like, oh, it was wild too. Like, because yeah. I was just like, you're literally the last person I expected to see. Like. <laughs> Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, my, like, ex from, like, third grade could show up here. And I'd be like, oh, hey, like, I knew you'd come back. (laughs) Right. You know? But it's just, like, because, like, I'm like, God, like, no one, no one from when, like, I stopped doing stand-up, like, is really out anymore. Like, they've all quit or they've moved Mm -hmm. or they're, you know, they're in the cities or whatever they're doing. So I'm like, I just don't see anybody else for whatever reason that I'm working. So I'm like. Yeah, I don't expect to see anyone from like kind of that little core that we had going on there. Yeah. So right. I was just like, holy shit, it's Chris fucking Duke. <laughs> right. Well, like every Wednesday, if I saw you there, I was like, okay, tonight's going to be a good night. It's my guys. Chris is here, you know. And I was like, dude, this is going to be fun. Chris and Robert are here, my guys, you know. God, I remember when I first met Robert, is like, oh, we. Yeah, we were, let's hear about that. Yeah, come on. <sighs> I don't know. I I never really got a. Uh, I didn't a, give him a, a bard vibe. Right I, I never got a feeling about him. Like I didn't, I didn't like him, but I didn't dislike him. You know, that's kind of the standard. You I know, think. it's like it's like I didn't hate him off the right of the bat because like I do some people, but like you know, then we started bonding when Ryan told the pterodactyl the pterodactyl the pterodactyl porn. T- uh, porn and then fucking Conrad went on to the fucking stage talking about his grandmother yeah <laughs> and we were over here dying In at Robert's these corner. dark jokes and you like you caught pictures of it and yeah. i think i still have oh! them oh yeah i still yes, have them on you facebook were, you were that's there. when you guys were like yeah, that's that's, that's first, like a true connection it's and not then like for, yeah that's when we first like started yeah. to be friends and it's weird cuz like a lot of my really important friendships now i'm like where did this come from? Because, like, me and Adrian are now really close. Mm-hmm. She knew me for two years and, like, hated me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I thought you fucking hated me. Like, she I'm did. Like, I'm like, gosh, she's like a <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say she hated you. I, no, she's she, definitely not hate, but it was just it was like, 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 we don't like, have, mm. like, any, like, common ground. to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, And, like, you know, kind of like now how you think, you. you think Steven's intimidating. Oh, and, like, my God. If you don't know Adrian, you're like, fuck. Just yeah. Like, yeah, like, I, she's I, like, "What do you want? Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you want? <laughs> you know?" And it's like, it's it's very much so. It's like I remember the first time, like I actually started becoming friends with Adrian, and it, it's it's a phrase that sticks with me. She's like, "You're the only security guy does that does not annoy me." <laughs> and I knew I was like, "Okay, I can, I can, I'm okay, I'm doing good," yeah. <laughs> you know. And then we just started becoming friends, you know. So, yeah, it's but like even like my best friend, like he was my boss. Yep. Like, interesting. Like he was my boss for a while, and then like that we like a workplace friendship grew, and then grew out of that. And I'm just like, and now we live together, right? And oh so, no, shit. Yeah, and so I'm like, he's not my boss anymore. Like, but it was like that's how it started, and it's yep. like I'm. It's weird if you like look back and you're like, like you used to be my the, boss. Yeah, like how the fuck are yeah. we here? So you just become like, best friends with your boss and you're good and you're set. Yeah. You have true so, friends. So now my two bosses are like two of my best friends. Right. Like, it's well, that's wild. Right. Boss, but like, yeah, it's crazy. And you know. Yeah, that is crazy, man. 
Um, you are also in a relationship now. Yes, I'm so happy sorry, for you, everybody. <laughs> I'm so Ladies, happy for gents, you, my guy. However you identify, <laughs> I'm so happy I'm for off you. The mark. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I love your happiness. Yeah, uh, but no, yes, I I am in a relationship. How did you two meet? In, all right, so it's <laughs> a, <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it's this. It's your story. typical millennial how you met story. Mm. So. This year, before the Rona came, February is my birthday, okay? Um, what Adrian, day in February? February 8th, Frosty, Snowman. Chris is the third. Oh, one of my best friends from high school is on the third. Hmm. Hmm. Are you my... No. <laughs> Are you my best friend? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> I was going to say. No, but um, uh, Adrian and Corey is his name. They put together this birthday for me in the pub at the carpet, and they're just like... It's like... They're like, just show up. Like, I know it's a party, but whatever. And I get there, and Adrian's like, so I got something for you, like, for this, for this party. She's like, I got two new go-go dancers. You don't know who they are, but they're right up your alley with what you want. They are mm-hmm. short, they're blonde, they wear glasses, and they have a big butt. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, like, what the fuck? And so it's cool, and then, like, so like she's was one of them. So like and talking to her like about now I'm like yeah like you were at my birthday. You didn't know you were even at a birthday party, <laughs> but you were, you were there. Just there. And like it was that, and then like she would come and like go go every once in a while. Um, and so like me being the bar back at the time, like there would be security guys like, what are you doing? I'm like she's a dancer. Like let her through. I'm like you guys need whatever. So that's kind of like my job. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. When I'm walking through, like, make sure, like, no guys are, like, annoying them because they're dancing, like, right next to the fucking floor. Right. You know, and then, so it starts from there. And this is where the typical millennial shit was. It's like, I follow, <laughs> like, I had her on Instagram. <laughs> and she posted a meme to her story. And mm-hmm. it was something about, like, getting, like, random dick pics. But then she, like, put it on, she's like, but don't send anything. Like underneath there, and I just replied to it like, it was so stupid. I don't even remember what I said. It God, was just I like think... it was like good thing you put that, otherwise like, your whole inbox would be weens. And she responded to it like and laughed and something. I was just like I was ready to go, and then I read that, <laughs> <laughs> and it went from there. And I invited her to a th- party at a friend's house. No, it was a friend of mine's friend's house. I knew one person there. And that was the girl who invited me. Like mm. she's like, yeah, just come come with. Like we're cool, whatever. And I was like, do you want to go to this? Like I don't know anyone there. I'm just told, like bring your own beer. There's like inflatables, like like <laughs> there, like blow up, like bouncy and like mm-hmm. jousting stuff. I don't know what the fuck. And it went from there. Wow. And just like kept seeing each other more. See, and seeing this man happy is and it's, honestly it brings me happiness. Yeah, yeah, like, like it's super cool. <laughs> like, like I've been single for like five years, mm-hmm. so I was just like, I really like her. Around this time of year is when I usually go. It's chlamydia season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for remembering my joke. It's a good joke. But yeah, no, I was just like. You know, like, this is super cool. Like, I'm like, I don't get caught up like this too often. Yeah. Like, ever. 
really because mm-hmm. I don't allow myself emotionally to get there. You know yep. what I'm saying? Interesting. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, she's well, yeah, because so cool. you've been you've and been burned before. The closer you get to somebody, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and so that. Well, even like like right. <laughs> we're, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> Let's right. say Rob was there's Rob one was, night. So Howl was a thing that we mm. were doing before Corona, and it was it dates back to last year, really. Yeah, and it was it was go go. Okay, like go go dancers drinks on a Thursday night. It's a lot of fun, and there's one night where it's just known as Sad Rob. Night, sad boy Rob. Sad boy hours were in <laughs> legendary. Effect. Like, I was so sad that night. Stephen bought me lap dances from three different girls at the same time. At the and same, I'm, at the same time, and there was no happiness on. His yeah, face. I'm literally <laughs> sitting there just like. I was like Robert, no. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was like, I, no, this isn't okay. Like, what? Where's my guy? Like, I was so sad. Like, I kept remember running out the back to go puke on the press dumpster. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like every Jeez. 15 minutes I mean your puke could have put out the fire it, it, Nice Only had to <laughs> wait a few good. more weeks uh, <laughs> But yeah like it was just like I was so sad And now it's like looking back I'm like why the fuck was I even sad Like I'm so happy right now Like it's ridiculous Like it's but, she. She is absolutely great, and I'm so happy for you. Yeah, and it's really I, cool. I, I she listens am. to heavier music than I do, bro. And I, she's like the biggest sweetheart. And then you get in the car with her, and you're like, my. Ears. I joke with her. I'm like, it's like the granny from SpongeBob on the chocolate episode. Oh, like, yeah, what? Yeah. what are they saying? You want <laughs> chocolate? Because like it's like, oh my, and you would never expect it. Like, like she's just super nice and sweet, and I'm just like. I don't deserve you, <laughs> Robert. You deserve it all. I, I yeah, you I mean, you are so, an absolutely caring and amazing person. You care for a lot of people, and you're there for a lot of people. So sh- I think are you, you sure should. About that? I, 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 uh, <laughs> you son of a. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it. So I mean, you you play so like play uh, like I'm I'm learning in like the comic world is we know that we can fuck around so let's play so like right. joking back and forth yes. roasting back and forth so like you are very good at um weaving in and out of play and like sincerity mm-hmm. yeah which is really cool because a lot of people don't know when to let up mm-hmm. but you you're you're more in tune with that like the thing that goes too far and then so to let people know that playtime is over you'll interject with a serious thing or a sincere thing does yeah. that make sense yeah. like like yeah. you morph it together like you 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 combine it a lot yeah it's like and like you'll you. joke but it's like hey man seriously but like yeah that's like well i think that just comes from like my own personal experience i'm like this mm-hmm. is how i would want people to mm-hmm. like treat me i don't want someone who is just like ripping into me all the time but right like in front of people but like behind backs they're like Oh yeah, like we're cool. Like I'd rather just like yeah, yeah. I want to rip into you in front of people. But I'm mom also gonna like lift you up in front of people. Facts or like also behind your back. Like you mm-hmm. know, but, like don't Jim wrong. I can talk my shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> and we all know I can talk my shit. Oh yeah, but like you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a little bit to like grasp because you do it so seamlessly that I was like, it's so. Are, is he being sarcastic? Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is going on? But then 
Yeah, I think after that that car ride I, that you and I had was when yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I oh, think yeah. that's where me and you clicked the most. Oh, definitely. It, it's yeah. the row sessions, but as a, actually being there for each other and like in those. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Like, um, a big reason why I was excited to have both of you on is people have this thought that feminism means you are like overcorrecting for what a piece of shit you really if you're a, 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 man. a male yeah oh absolutely <laughs> and you guys it's so clear like when you're protective of other women that it's mm-hmm. not because you're trying to get uh like be involved with them physically like you genuinely are like no 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 everyone deserves right. to feel oh, safe and see that's my mom has a problem with me right now she thinks adrian and i are dating <laughs> oh, she is adamant. She has stopped telling me and started resorting to telling my older brother. Oh my god! Look at those neighborhood boys. <laughs> I was, the yo, sidewalk. I was about to be scared as hell. I was like, just, I was like, I was like pulling up on the house. It's so a we bunch of white people <laughs> looking out the window like something's happening, and I'm just the the one minority in the just. <laughs> our, our burning cross wasn't supposed to be here till next week. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it! Sh- we want to like no, that's not for us. Put it back. <laughs> we we kept making a joke when we moved here. You can tell the neighborhood driving into it, right? You can yeah. yeah yeah. When we walk out without like sweatshirts on or tattoos are everywhere, the neighborhoods can be like, "What the fuck just moved in?" Mm-hmm. They're gonna think I'm special needs. Well, that's she's the, like my caretaker. I love like talking like, with people with tattoos. Too. Like like you were saying with Stephen, how it's like. You get that intimidation thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had people at the bar do the same thing to me. They're like, Ooh, "You're kind of like just because I have tattoos." I'm like, "No." I mean, no. this man, he's running around with shorts on, but like his leg tattoos are so intricate yeah. and just like a bunch of different shit. And it's yeah. and amazing. part of it's like I have big calves. Facts. So like when I'm wearing shorts, all you see are these big calves. My shorts are a little tight, so you see, like, trust me, these thighs are all fat, <laughs> but you don't know that, <laughs> so right. you just see big calves. You're like. Yeah. Right. Oh, I don't know. That's but like also. people like at work. I wear long sleeves all the time because I'm always cold. Mm-hmm. And one day it was really warm. My coworkers like, "Oh my gosh, I guess I didn't realize how many tattoos you have." I'm like, "Yeah, I have them everywhere." Oh, I love the thing I do at Target. It's my favorite thing because I'm in the back a lot. But like, you no, know, to go up on break, I have to walk on the floor. If I have to push something across the store, mm. I'm out there and like stores open and people are there. And I, I wear my khakis and I wear a red sweatshirt. I roll the sleeves up and I put the hood on. It's a zip up hoodie. Okay. And I don't Yo. wear my name tag and no one wants to talk to me. Oh, you're talking like, shooter. Because I've I have long hair, so <laughs> long hair sticking out. Like I have my hood up and I have my tattoo showing and all of like the it's the middle aged white people that are like Oh, we won't ask him. You look like And the... I'm like, good. I, I don't want you to talk to me, but I also <laughs> am the nicest person and will help That's, you better than anyone yeah. else in this store. Right. So I have like, like crazy rich, like resting bitch face, like always my entire life. And in high school, a lot of girls wouldn't talk to me and they're like, oh, and then when they become my friends, they'd be like, oh my gosh, I used to think you were such a bitch until mm-hmm. like I started talking to you and then I realized you're like, really she nice. Yeah. She's she a bitch. But yeah. <laughs> She's not a bitch. She that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let You're me tell you something, okay? Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> okay, getting back to oh, the to, feminist stuff. Oh, yeah, but so, like, like please. feminism does not mean it does not always equate to activism. It just equates it like it is. What can you do in your life to make sure 
that females are are feeling mm-hmm. equal and just as safe as right. you do. Right. And you guys do that so well. I mean, were like, so were there experiences in like I'll go with you first like in your life where cuz not everybody has that that awareness to say oh that's it's that that guy shouldn't be talking to her that way or like mm-hmm. oh, like do you remember oh yeah when that <laughs> I this remember is great uh, with you being here so um we were uh, god there was a thing at the bar it was before I started working there and um it was I think it might have been a burlesque show in the event center I don't know it could have been a drag show I'm not sure there was some show in there and I had um I was out with some friends that wanted to go out that night and mm-hmm. Steven was bartending and like my friends like most of my friends are women and they're they're attractive like and that's what it is Very and like so. I'll be out with them and Steven's like and this is me like 50 pounds heavier and Steven's like are you just that fat kid that just has really hot friends I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah no, every fat kid in high school has all the hot friends because he's fucking hilarious that's yeah ah. and I'm like I'm like well I'm funny and I'm like I'm like people wouldn't get it mm-hmm. like Steven like I'm not worried about when he says something like that because like obviously we have that bond right but like random right. people that are like that and I'm just like I'm like look like I'm not trying to fuck any of them right well and when, like, when people so they, they feel like they can be themselves mm-hmm. around you more and it's like I've had people like like there's one I was sober cabbing her and she wanted to go to the press at like 1 30 just to dance I'm like fine you're drunk I'll go to the press I'm driving you home it doesn't matter and there's like girls will pull her away on the dance floor because like i'm with her like dancing Mm -hmm. with her and like i'm not and she's like get the fuck out of here like he's my friend but it's like like i'm not attractive enough to be dancing with you is what they perceive it as and i'm just like like you are the creeper yeah like i'm I'm a creepy guy trying to start shit but i'm just like Mm -hmm. no and it's like i told my girlfriend now i'm like if we're out to eat like a waitress or a waiter is gonna hand me the check but mm, she's yep. like, she's like very much like, I want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm like, if they ask for split checks or whatever, I'm like, you have to be the one to tell them to like, put it together. Right. And it's or, like, or if you want it separate, you have to be the one to say, I want it separate. Otherwise they're going to look at me like I'm a piece of shit. Right. Mm. When in reality, it's mm-hmm. just like, no, like you're offering to pay like, right. or you don't want me to pay for you. Like, that's totally fine. But it's like there's still that cultural thing where it's just like it's like yeah. whatever. Like it doesn't matter if we're friends, we're together, like who right. cares? You know, in my experience being a bouncer and a bartender, it's like you, you see the creepers all over the place. All over the fucking place. All over the place. I've I, I've just resorted to just yelling and calling them out. I was like, Hey, leave them the fuck alone. They don't want to talk to you. Mm. And they'll get offended, it's which I don't care about, but it's like they don't want to talk to you. And especially if it's my friends, like, mm. oh, yeah. God, I have a sister-in-law, uh, my brother's sister-in-law, who is, when she gets drunk, she's just, you know, she's very friendly with people and, like, talks to everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. But some men take that as, yeah. oh, she's flirting with me, she right. wants me. Nah, get back up. Mm-mm. That's not how we're doing that. And that's where you it's know? like, like, just learn to differentiate. For real. Like, like, Even dude, Halloween. Yeah. Halloween, uh, Julie was at uh, my bar in the pool hall. Some guy, uh, he came up. And I was like, hey, you want to drink the rest of this? It was like, it, and it was a shot. And I was like, I was like, yo, back away. <laughs> and he's like, oh, is this your girl? I was like, no, that's my guy's girl. And you know him too. 
it's Robert downstairs. He's like, oh, I, I wasn't trying. To, I was like, no, I know who you are. Like, don't don't play with me. Get away from her. And, and you know, <laughs> you know, and like I love that Stevens like that because I hear about it later too, even before he tells me about it. Mm-hmm. And I I'm, wasn't even going to tell you, right? And it's like that's just how it's it like, is. Like, and I'm like, I know he's going to do that, not just like right. Because it's, it's my girlfriend. Like he does that, and I've seen him do it plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Like I do it too, but it's weird, like being a bartender and like having your girlfriend there because like she's attractive. She's sitting alone, mm-hmm. like at the bar, and like she's friendly. So like a guy sits down, she's. She's like, I don't want to be that girl that's like a bitch. Just like, I'm too good to be talking to you. Right. She's like, who cares? Like, I'll give you the time of day. I'll talk to you. Yeah. And she's, but she's very much so the person too is like, well, if it gets too far, it's like, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. But it's like, I, I see it as a bartender and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, this guy's like trying to buy her shots. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. she ain't going home with you <laughs> right it was like <laughs> you know i'm like, like yeah like let her save some money i don't care and it's <laughs> like, and, it, and it's like those situations like you let the women handle it themselves to a certain degree yeah until you know you like, don't they give you looks or like right a lot of them like mm-hmm. i'm like i don't even know like especially bartending i'm like this guy's like let me get three shots i'm like no she said she doesn't want it and he's just mm-hmm. like why well, i'm paying for it i'm like she doesn't fucking want it i'm not serving it mm. i'm like i'll right. give you one she doesn't fucking want it I was like, or it's like, yeah, I'll pour all three shots, but she's not taking it. And if I see her taking it, you're out. Wow. And if, if I see you peer pressuring her or, or anything like that, no. A lot of the it's times, like, like if you do that too, they're just like, here, you take it. Yeah. Like as a bartender. Oh, oh, oh. Like, mm-hmm. you, like, you it was like, well, will you do it? And it's like, all right. Depending on what it is, like rumps pl- is the way to go. Rumps always the blessings. Plan, the plan we've tried to incorporate that we haven't had to yet with the bars being shut down is, um, like Julie will be at the bar by herself, and um, like if some guy wants to buy her a shot or whatever, like I'm like accept it, but if he doesn't tip, push it back to the bar and be like. I'm not taking a shot with someone who doesn't have enough money to tip. Ooh, oh, I love, <laughs> I love that. And that's such a power move yeah. because now you're like, you're a broke bitch. It's like, you're <laughs> like, out here trying to flex for but me. But it's also, I'm like, but you're not tipping yeah. my guys. Nah. But then I'm also like, she's also like trying to help make me money. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's a relationship. Is a, it's right a sweet there. play. But it's also just like, God, I love watching little bitch boy. And like, cause like, they're not going to know how to fucking react to that. They're mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, who the well, fuck? fuck? You, you ain't then. even cute anyway. Like all that bullshit. <laughs> all right, fuck you then, bitch. <laughs> that ass. It, it's like still, that ass. I, it still blows me away. Like, I, I've been out of, out of that world for so long that like, mm-hmm. I, I've been, I've caught myself in like naive ways thinking that I can, that I can talk to people. Um, like, uh, one night at the Keller, like we were trying to get people to move up, like mm-hmm. we do, mm-hmm. like trying to get them closer to the stage. And there was a group of girls, and I was like, "Hey, are you guys, you know, out for?" I forget what I asked them. And I was like, "There's, there's seating up." And, and one of them goes, "Ew, no!" And I was like, "Oh, like you think I'm inviting you to sit yeah. with me?" Well, and or- like there was like a million thoughts that went through my head, but the takeaway was that like it's still shitty out there. Mm-hmm. Like oh yeah, nothing changes for me. They say you get away. I'm just another guy that they've had to right, say you right. get away to. Mm-hmm. Where I could have gotten offended and been like, well, well you know, you like guys right. are okay. a bunch of bitches or whatever. Like, been an asshole. But it so it 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 sucks 
knowing that that shit still goes on mm-hmm. and that we are, you know, supposedly advancing as a society. But you guys see on the front line, like night after night, shit's there's, pretty much the same. There's still those people who are out there and it's like, that's my bitch. She's going to do what I say. Yeah. Or, oh, and, 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 and lay claim to random women. And it's like, that's my girl. I was like, it, and sometimes as a bouncer, it's like they'll walk away, and it's like you go up to the girl, it's like, "Hey, are you okay?" Oh yeah, is is everything okay? Is what what's like? If you are, it's like, "Hey, I'm right here. Let me know. Just give me a wave," wow. and that's it. Because in those, in, it's very dangerous situations. Like there's the sex trafficking. There's people mm. getting kidnapped and killed, you know, and just like at playgrounds, people are getting raped and. And and that yeah, that shitty things and like the sex trafficking and it's like, hey, like we have to watch out for our women that are out here, you know, trying to have a good time, and they're messing with the wrong people or the wrong people are approaching them yeah. and they don't know they're safe. Well, and I know well, I've done, I know, you know you've done it too, where it's like it's bar closed and it's like this girl's obviously drunk, mm-hmm. you, she's uncomfortable, and you're like, hey, stay in. It's like, well, hey, we'll get you. We'll, we'll keep you so, in after bar oh. close. Like, stay in the bar. Don't go outside. We'll take care of you. Like, because we'll get you home one way or another. But it's like that crowd outside. Don't go out there. Mm-hmm. Like, just chill in here. Sip some water. Because like, there's always a big group of people in front of the red carpet. Yeah. Oh, right, and right. It, and it sucks because it's like there are those sketchy people, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. a very real thing. And it's like they'll wow. scoop you up. Wow. And it's like, what the hell? And, and it's so shitty. It's like, it's like it shouldn't be a thing. Like you know, yeah. you sit here and yeah. you're just like, like you said, like we're advancing so much as a society. Like, mm-hmm. like that's just a basic respect thing at that right. point. At the very minimal. Yeah. And, and then it's just it's, like, holy yeah, shit! Yeah, it's just a become a culture of you're a woman. You owe me this, man. I, or I've I done bought this you for- four drinks tonight. Right. I was hey, like, uh, I've done this like, for you. I've off. been yeah. with you all night. I've bought all your drinks tonight. Now you're coming home with me. And if you don't, you're going to get fucked up. Or I'm going to get somebody to fuck you up. Right. And, and it's so many different people that do it. And it's like, what the hell? Well, that's like, it's crazy. Especially us working in the bar. Like you see mm-hmm. these arrests that get posted. Yep. Oh, on yeah. the Times or WJ. You probably recognize a lot. And exactly. It's like, yeah. that's a regular. It was like, and Anyone sometimes, surprised? nope. Sometimes, like it's like we see them on those those jail rosters and those mm-hmm. those news. And it's like, yeah, we don't want this person here because we don't need that transferring into the bar. Yeah, right. You know, like we don't want that stigma. Right. Yeah. And I don't think anyone wants that stigma. Right. Them. And it's like, especially like if we see like sex traffickers in a way, and it's like, it's like. Like and it's, and it's crazy because some of these sex traffickers are women. Oh whoa! Yeah, and uh, one of them was a regular in the. Uh, and I was like, "Are you oh, kidding? You, me? you guys have like interacted with these? Yes." Guys? And I was whoa. like, "What the hell?" I was like, "Are you serious?" Wow! Yeah. I was like, "Okay, cool. Never going to see you again." I was like, "We." It's like, and then like, God, I remember. Uh, I was doing security and this is before I became a manager or a bartender and this guy was just bothering these two girls wouldn't leave them alone and they gave me a look I was like hey man you know go ahead and like they don't want to talk to you you know just leave them alone 
He's like, man, he's like, I don't want your like pussy. And he's like, I could probably sell you some. I was Ugh. like, I was like, are you serious right now? I was like, are you, you're really out here flexing that you sell women? I was like, are you serious? I was like, that is, un- I was like, that's ridiculous. It's like, what the hell? That's like, fucking terrifying. Well, it's even worse because, like, St. Cloud's. I was like, so really I made sure to like trip. to watch yeah. them. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna sit here for a while and make sure nobody like comes yeah. up to you guys that you don't know that that or you don't want to know. And like, and like, dude thing- got pissed. Like, he threatened to fight me. Yeah. Like, tr- like, try to kill me. Like, he threatened to kill me because I was watching them. Wow. Like, the real sad thing is, like, we're just one bar. Right. You know, that's oh all that God. we see. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I couldn't imagine what happens at like when the press was around or like yeah. you know or, or you know like, DBs you know, and like those like, places. Yeah, not know. to like talk shit on the bar because like mm-hmm. obviously every bar is whatever. It's whatever people yeah. are shitty no matter where you go. Right. But it's like it's like you know Cowboys was the I'm 21 I'm going to Cowboys bar right. and then you go to the press so it's like that corner right there was just like. And it's always pa- it's packed <laughs> so it's like it's just nuts yeah. and so. It's like, it's like even what, like the and miners then those people who would get go in. after people who mm-hmm. are vulnerable. Like exactly. when you're under the influence, you're like a little you, bit more vulnerable. Obviously, you're more vulnerable. And you you're find not, yep. you find the woo girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You find the the drunkest one out of the, all of them, and usually the drunkest one always is the one who gets left behind. Yeah, in those kind of group situations. Wow. Yeah. Because their friends don't want to deal with them, and that's the very much the dangerous part. Right. But you also have one of those friends in those groups that is very protective of everybody and will find them. The, you know, oh, you just a bitch. It's like, no, oh, she doesn't like, know you. Know. Like, she's not going anywhere with you. Even if, like, she, like, even if she's saying, yes, I want to go home with this person, have sex with them, she's not going to let you because right. you're making a mistake because they don't know what's going to happen. Which is good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which again, like, like same friend that like I get tapped on mm-hmm. shoulder for like dance with. Like, she saw like an ex at Cowboys one time, and you know it was she's crying at cowboys and i kind of pulled her to the side and was with her and like some girl came up thought i was with her and was just like are you okay do you need to be like away from her i'm like and she told her she's like kind of explained it i was like but like good for this girl like yeah check up yeah. on like you don't have no clue who this person even if is. they're yeah. random like just Fuck give it. them a random like hey like hey are you good mm-hmm. yeah like just in an like like, yeah, God, which the, we see the, more of that. The in the the inconvenience on my side of it is so minimal compared to what the potential could be for right. the the female right. in that oh, absolutely. in that scenario. So yeah, it's you like know. a lot of people uh, don't think but, that way because they're just like right. What do you like, mean about me? I've also whatever. heard like stories of like there's some women that are out there as well. You know that do go out there and flirt with the men mm-hmm. and it's the men that you would think to never have a chance with them. Oh, okay. To take them someplace or go home with them or whatever. And they rob them. Oh, you know, a very much a Cardi B situation in, in, in a way, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it's like, and you hear stories like that. It's like, what the hell? Speaking of bitch face, we've got some bitch and snacks. To try out this week, we've got Malo Wow. Malo Wow. A delicious, a delicious snacky marshmallows. It has the wow factor. Quiero, quiero. What's in it, Chris? 
I'll read it. Oh, yeah. Read those. Transport your taste buds <laughs> on the marshmallowy journey with delicious oh, flavors. Fuck. Handcrafted <laughs> with the finest Belgian marshmallow, <laughs> topped with rich shit. chocolatey caramel drizzle, and Ooh, sprinkled with cinnamon and sugar. <laughs> Senses a pure taste explosion. Exploded in my mouth. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, three pieces are 110 calories. Okay. You sound like a, a teacher who's trying to pretend that the students aren't fucking around. Okay. They were gonna be. That's what she be. said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're actual marsh. These are. This is weird. Okay, they smell uh-huh. delicious. Do you smell it? Okay, rule is smell it, and then we'll all taste it at the same time. Is this like a wine sampling chip? Kind Ooh, of. This smells dope. It smells fun. so good. And the, the texture gonna, is not I'm what I thought it was gonna be. This on my balls before leaving. Look at like, this shit. It is. It's like a exfoliator. There's, there's, okay, there's okay, it smells like a churro. It really does. Yeah, are we? It's like a. Ooh. Oh my god. It's like a cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All right, let's so taste bad. it. Yeah. Oh fuck. Damn, good. I thought we were only taking one bite. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Yo, this is the tits. Man, that's. Really you don't good. even like caramel like that. I don't, but this marshmallow. Facts. I love caramel. It's divine. It's like uh, they kind of taste like peeps. It's like a diet peep. Yeah. Or like it's not as encrusted as, as peeps, peeps are. are disgusting. In my oh, I love, I love peeps. Oh my oh. gosh, I eat their eyeballs off. <laughs> I suck all you're, the sugar off. You're of a cereal killer. I am. <laughs> I love. I love cereal killers. I no peeps. So you would be a rogue then. Uh, back to. Yeah. <laughs> Put me in the rogue. They call yep. that a callback in the comedy scene. She's they a sure death clerk. <laughs> Clerk by day. God, I remember uh, me doing comedy. Made some more for the couple times I did it. No. Microwave it. (gasps) Microwave some more with a peep instead of a marshmallow. I guess it's still a marshmallow. Game changer. It's a peep. peep. I love peeps. They have the snowman ones out right now. Oh, God. They're so good. That was really good. That would be good in a s'more. Yeah, Graham Cracker. Oh, yeah. You don't even got to put this on some hot chocolate. Mm. Ooh, think about like no, that's too much work. But I'm if you like pass, cut it, I'm gonna pass this back cereal. to you. Y'all, y'all have an orgasm. Y'all, I'm gonna eat another one. Go right ahead. Snack time. Brought to you by. I got them at Marshall. The Chunky Boys. Marshall's. <laughs> What's the matter, Marshall? Are you gonna have another one? Welcome baby? to snack time. I'm finishing the one that I already taken out of oh, the bag. Yeah. Ooh, Duke's got snacks. <laughs> snacks that files back. Um. Rob, mm. Duke, when you're done with that marshmallow, mm. I'd like to to um, to coordinate a scene wherein you play drunk girl, <laughs> oh, and uh, Stephen plays bartender. Oh, I hate these things. But we'll okay, do, let's get it. I love now that I'm you're a bartender <laughs> that I know like what's gonna. Annoy I was him just the gonna most. say. So I want you to try and. Get just one more. Annoy <laughs> annoy him. I want to see who breaks first. If if Steven is professional enough to get you to leave, or if you 
are annoying enough to where he flips out. He knows what's <laughs> up. So are is Okay. All right, so, so we're doing this with our voices, obviously. Well, whatever well, voice you, you want. Whatever voice you no, want. No, but like I'm like we're talking through it. So like we're gonna like try to set the scene here. Mm. I'll start scene. it. Okay, uh time of night. It is um it's deep into we're gonna say it's one twenty at night. Mm. Okay. So bar's <laughs> busy. One twenty at night, uh you do you have a group of friends? I do. How big? Four. Four? Including myself. Is it a special occasion? No. Bachelorette. Mm. Do you bachelorette birthday, yeah. birthday nope. Wednesdays? No, no, yeah, he no. just said it's no special. No, no special occasion. We are <laughs> no just special out. occasion. Okay, just so just out. What is everybody drinking? Um, we'll get there. <laughs> okay. You so it's, vodkas. it's it's a busier night. So we'll just say that it's not like. Uh, are we talking? You are um, like like Saturday. Yeah. Busy? Yeah, Saturday okay. busy. Saturday busy. Okay. You are up in the pool hall. Oh fuck. <laughs> All right. Um pre corona. So there's a dance oh, floor. God. Okay, now that you say I'm about to say some ratchet shit and <laughs> fucking right. Oh God. All right, okay. here we go. So, a different set. a different side of me comes out in the pool hall. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh so it's um Scene is also Steven is in the middle of making a drink. Okay. Just for the start of it. Hey, bartender. Hey, hey, bartender. Bartender. Hey, I need to get drinks for my girls. Hey, are you, bartender. Do you not hear me? What do you want? Bartender, <laughs> you're going to lose your tip. Do you. Excuse me. What do you want? Excuse me. I will not be ignored right now. Move, move, get the fuck out of my way. Move. You will see me. You will see me. You, you will want? serve me. What do you want? I want shots for my girls. Shots, okay. What do you want? Um, hang on. Okay, what do you want? Uh No, no, don't you are no. serving me. What do you want? What do you want? Okay. I got them right Jack now. And Coke. What the fuck cool. do you want? Boom. Hennessy. Boom. Okay. Okay, uh, we know what they want. Wait, they 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 uh, were fascinating. So no, that doesn't matter. That does, you were talking okay. to me. Hey, I know what I'm getting. I'm ordering shots. Do you not want my business? Do you not want my money? I'm gonna starting tip you not to. So well, are you? Yeah, I'm gonna. Are tip you gonna be you one like of those so people that f- say no. you're gonna tip me so well? No, only I have my. Dollar? Do I look broke to you? You do. You look raggedy. Oh my look fucking you. god! You are being so disrespectful. What is this? Is this the red carpet? Listen, I know the owners, okay? <laughs> I will have you fired. I know them too. Do it. Call them right now. Okay. I'm calling them. Cool. Who has my phone? <laughs> yeah. Where's my phone? Okay. Uh, no, give me my shots. So. I don't care. They're getting it. Give me my shots. I want I want a water moccasin. I want uh, two Scooby snacks. Disgusting. And um, um, how about just uh, a vodka? What do you want? And hey, see, Jerome, she watch leaves because they don't come back. <laughs> like, like that's literally what it is, though. It, it, it's like, especially in the pool, because it the pool hall is just a different breed of people. Because it's like you saw, you looked at me. You're gonna get my drink now. Oh, even though there was a bunch of people in front of you. Yeah, and it, it, it's like. It's like, yeah, I know you're in the middle of making a drink, but like mine's not here. And it's the same way in the in the teeny. 
it's almost worse. Yeah. Is the the it's, pool halls the the It's the, the dance floor narrow? and the dartboards. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. upstairs. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But it's always mm-hmm. it's We get the woo girls and it is like those are the woo girls. And it's like we want some shots. And it's always a Scooby Snacks and a watermelon, which are absolutely which disgusting. I went, but here's the other thing too. It's the say you finally get to and you make it, and like those are shots you have to make. You need to shake them, and then they're like, actually, I want two more. Yes, <laughs> and then when it comes time to pay, that's what we should have played through right there. When it comes time to pay, nobody has their money ready. Yeah, is it all together? Or are you splitting it? If you're splitting it, everybody needs the money already. And then it's like, it. oh, I'll and get it. Like, oh, my friend walked away. And the- what the fuck? <laughs> no, you knew you were getting your shots. Have your money ready. And it's, it's- out here demanding <laughs> shit. And oh god, now you have me on a tangent. This fucking <laughs> bullshit. Okay, it's like you're gonna demand me and yell at me the whole fucking time and disrespect me while I'm serving other people who were one here before you. Two, waiting patiently. Three, have their money ready. Yeah. And you're out here. It's like, I want shots for my girls. Fuck you. <laughs> and it's, it's the guys, too. Yeah. Oh, the guys are almost worse. That's the problem. It, it, they are. The, guy, the guys. Hey, bro, you, I know you got me. Like, I, I got you. I got you. Let me give me my Corona. Will, they and there's a couple that like, actually do have you. And they, they will tip the fuck out of you. There's yep. those customers that you see right away. I know what you want. Boom. Here. Boom. Great tip. Mm. And that's just like the, the relationship we have. You don't have to know them personally. But, but that's but also like like, that. like anyone going to a bar. Like if you tip, you're going to get served. You will, you will get that priority. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you'll get that great service. It's not right. like we're like doing super shitty. Service it's like to everybody. we have great small conversations, but yeah. that's not distracting from work. You You're aren't not- being a dick. You're waiting patiently, and it's and it's those people. It's like oh, you know, it's like I know you're busy. Go ahead and take care of those people. I can wait. Yeah, those are the people that I like. The guys are almost worse though because they're trying to they're trying to flex. They're trying to impress the girl. Oh, get all my and homies, the, and like no. you'll be complete opposite end of the bar, and they'll just yell. Give me a shot of this. Corona. And you're like, I don't, I'm just like, I just throw a finger up. Like, nope. Yep. I'm not even going to look at you. Yeah, that's why I was like. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, those two, it's like, it's like, brother, brother, brother. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude. I was like, yo, like, you're going to have to wait. I just. And it, it's like, and it starts off as annoying like that. But once you tell them to wait, there's two reactions. Oh, you know, go ahead, do your thing. Or. Man, I was waiting 30 minutes when you just got here. Right. Mm. It's like, okay. It's the same way all over the bar because everybody's like that. Yeah, but and then... In some sort of way. And it, it, it's like, it's sometimes you just forget about those people because they are being so patient. Right. And, it, and that... that and it sucks. You, then you feel bad and it's like, it's like, you know what? I'm very sorry. And that's when I buy drinks for people. Oh, it's same. like, you know what? My bad. Here's... This is on me. That Like, sorry about the wait. Yeah. You know? And it'd be like, like that I, I just love the guys that are like, I'm going to take care of you at the end of the night. Like, they start a tab, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, cool. Then you they don't close you, it. No, no. They, they, get, they do close it, and they're like, enjoy this 75-cent tip. <laughs> Man, I, got I had a, a dude, he had a tab. Time. It was 148.50, and I remember it night I, and day. And... Tipped buck fifty on it to make an even one fifty. I, I, oh, I was wow. like, and then he Ooh. tries coming back later. 
like a few weeks later. And He's like, man, I treated you good. I'm out here tipping. And I'm, I'm like, out here paying your salary. You did. The f- <laughs> I be, I'm out here paying your wage. I'm making you money. I spent already spent $100 in here so I get to act like I want to. I get to talk to whoever the fuck I want to the way I want to. Like, nah, I don't care. You could take that money back. I really don't care. Right. Like at that point, like, I'm like, not, I don't want your yeah, fucking money. It's like if you're gonna act like this, I don't want your money. Mm-hmm. I actually, oh my god, <laughs> we got Steven, go. you got me hyped up this now, is, bro. This is therapy, it's okay. <laughs> Fuck let it, it up. I had yes. this kid, and this is when I was talking to Maddie, uh, yeah. for a little bit. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was this dude, I I think freshly 21. He sells. He's a car salesman. Okay. And he comes in. He's a nice looking guy. You know, good looking in a way. Douchebag, but good looking. This is a fuck boy. Yeah, super fuck boy. <laughs> and he was talking about, you know, like he he sold this many cars, made this much money this month, like whatever, trying to flex. And he was trying to flex for Maddie. And it was hilarious because Maddie was like she was kind of feeding into it, but like not. Yeah. And it was it was hilarious. And he's like, he's like, you know, I'm gonna go get Taylor like this three thousand dollars suit. And like, I was like, all right, cool, you know. And he's like, like he ordered like McAllen fifteen or something. It was like seventeen bucks, and he didn't tip me, which, whatever. I I he I didn't expect one from him. Okay, and he's out here flexing. It was like, yeah, you know, I bought this like twenty dollars scotch. I was like, it was seventeen, but like, <laughs> he's like, I gave you three dollar tip. I was like, no, you didn't. Well, here and threw it at me. Oh, I was like, I don't want your money, bud. I was like, you can leave. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, you're out here flexing for who? Yourself? I was like, nobody's impressed. Right. Great. Good job. Good job on making money All right. and living your life. I mean, and, and why can't he be a, a normal person and invite his poor friends into his huge house and flex on him that he, way? He's fr- he's freshly 21. <laughs> and like, I know some freshly 21 people who like fucking do have houses, which is crazy. And it makes me feel like a failure as a person. <laughs> I was like, how do you have this house already? It's like you guys have been set up. For success, and I'm like, you're 28, 27, 27. I was close, yeah, 27. I'm old. Now. It's uh, I want to tell dude, I'm gonna be 34 this Saturday. You don't look at Kim, dude. Let me tell you that. <laughs> no, you don't. I feel it. I feel like 45. You look you like you two look like two bad man pajamas. <laughs> you look like two people I would go on the mosh pit at Warp Tour with. Facts, oh, that's the greatest compliment. You I you guys want to go to Burning heard. Man together. <laughs> <laughs> You want to you share a tent? That's more Chris's speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, now I'm, I'm more like, I want to go to... share a tent already. Right, I want to go to Bernie Man. <laughs> God. That just makes me think of Bernie Mac, and I miss him. Oh, I, I think of B. Sands. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about going to Vermont and just listening to him talk for a whole weekend. <laughs> See, You're I, so old. Tell him to have him talk to me about his book for a while. And then there's me and Rob. We're in the mosh pit. Getting Tell me about taxing the rich, Bernie. Lost the our shoes. Is playing. And, and, <laughs> and I'm in the back. And like, this is some white people shit. All right. I'm going to. I want to. There's a story I want to tell because Steven's here. Okay. okay. But um, I want to get something real quick because I know. Because obviously I listen to Wait. y'all. 
me get put on blast for listening to Machine Gun Kelly during the Annie Adrian oh, episode. That's a good that's album. Funny. It's a great album, first of all. Yeah. I so like all, it. I'm, I'm like, I just like music like people don't, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you do, me too. but then you put those people onto said music I know. and then they love it. Well, they but Chris made it. a good point during that podcast that it's really mm. it's Travis Barker's album. Yeah, he was yes. Yeah. But <laughs> they put out a like what's what's the like the deluxe version oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and they have a song with the used yes and i'm just like this is so i'm like i'm like kim duke was gonna i freaking love it yeah you know i love the used so much that the kids know a lot about them like landon heard that song in the car and he's like oh the used that's your favorite band mom i'm like damn You're right like, it is my boy i'm like and you get this house when i die <laughs> He knows. He, he knows. pays attention. He does. He read the scriptures. So wait, what? What story? Yeah, let's hear. The All right. Story. So what this, does this entail? It's um, the uh, the dude whose dad owns Kia St. Cloud. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if that hurt your ears, but God, it is so good. So this guy comes up in the martini lounge. <laughs> um, I'm bar backing. I'm gonna take a walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I need you though. I was gonna say you can shovel if you want. <laughs> we're Free those labor. kids. Yeah, no You're kidding. Fine. But um, we're up in the martini lounge, and I'm up there, and it's kind of slow, so I'm just like talking to the people that are on. And this guy comes up, and Stephen was up there working, and I'm just up there kind of hanging out, and he comes up. He's obviously drunk, like from the get go. Hasn't had a drink yet. Like you're hammered. Oh, okay, okay. And so he comes up to the back of the bar and he's um he's just like, How do I get over there? To like the other side of the martini lounge from where the stairs are. Oh. And mm. this bartender that's on, um well, I, I was say, I was the bartender. Well, well Bree was bartending too. <laughs> yeah, we were both bartending. And so she's back there, Steven's out in the front of it. Oh, I think he uh, And he he's said he's talking slur. to her. And she's just yeah. like she's like, You go around through that door. Like right, right there, mm-hmm. and he's just like, huh? Like just so drunk, can't comprehend. Just walks up to the back, and he's just like, I want to get this, and she's like, No, you won't. Mm. You will not be getting that. <laughs> Breeze bartends, and, and it's those drunk people. She got the attitude. Yeah, and it's I'm, it's hilarious and it's sometimes. it's hellitude, but it's like you need it. Yeah, and this guy's like he's just like he's like him. he's like all right. This she's like I will give you the one thing I will give you is like a McGolden. A very light, light beer. Mm-hmm. That's all she's willing to give him. He's just like, no, why can't I get... I don't even remember what he's trying to order. He's like, let me get this. And I'm just standing there with it. And I like took a picture for a security chat. Like, hey, we're about to kick this fucking guy out. Oh. And he, he's like, <laughs> you know who I... Me, like, she's like, she's like, no. And then it gets to the point where he's like yelling at her. And she's like, I'm not serving you. You can leave. Mm. It doesn't leave. So like Steven comes around back there. I'm there. And we're. he's just like, do you know who I am? My dad owns Kia of St. Cloud. Do you not know who the fuck I am? Like, I can, like we don't give a fuck, I thought it was dude. Toyota. Was it Toyota? I don't know. It was one of the two. It was either Kia or Toyota. Doesn't <laughs> matter. This guy's a fucking prick. Your son? And, piece of shit. Yeah, and he's uh, he's just so like, like I'm going to have all your asses, all this shit. Like, we're just like, we don't give a fuck. Have fun. Like, yeah, Go ahead. great. You sucked spe- your dad's dick for money. Like, get out. <laughs> we're, we're calling him a daddy's boy. Yeah, we're just like, ripping him the entire yeah. way out. 
We were well, in this man's. Life. He finally fucking leaves. Oh, I get a text <laughs> from Steven like, hey, I need you to come to the front teeny door right now. And I get down there and the dude's outside talking to like two girls. And I'm like, do we go out there? He's like, yeah, he's on the property. I'm like, he, he was on. OK, sidewalk is not our property. But the ramp is. The ramp is. That, that's ah. right out in front of the carpet, oh. the handicap yep, ramp yep, yep. that we have. Mm-hmm. So he was talking to two women out there. Apparently, they were part of his group. Yeah. And was telling them that we were assholes and want to let him in. Yeah. And, and like, so we told these women why. And they were like, are you fucking kidding me? But like, <laughs> we go out there. I'm like, do we go out there? I'm like, I want to. I'm like, ready. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, this Robert was in, in a form that it was rare. And I was like, it is. Let's I'm, do this, my I guy. I have never wanted someone <laughs> to swing on me so bad. Cause I'm like, I just want to punch him just once. Um, and like, I can't instigate anything. Right. But I'm like, you swing at me first. Like, you're done. And, and like we walk out there and he immediately just starts walking away. Like and he we're yelling, we're like, we're like, get the fuck out of here. You know you're not allowed in here. Fucking leave. He's just telling he's like, fuck you. He's like, I got more money. We're like, we're like, yeah, like, great. It's your dad's money. Fucking leave all the shit. And I want like we're standing outside yelling at him, and he goes, Come outside. Comes out. I'm like, I am outside. <laughs> Like, like we're, we're both, here. We're both right here, and you're continuing to walk away. And like these girls are just sitting there, just like, what the fuck? But okay, so then we leave. I don't know if you know about this. No, I don't. So we leave uh, to go back up to what our whatever we we're doing. I was bartending, and he comes upstairs with this girl. I'm like, yo, get the fuck out. <laughs> And the girl, she's like, she's like, he's my right home. I like other. I was like, look, I'm sorry, he can't be in here. And I was like, he's disrespectful. He's throwing out gay slurs, you know. And like, I'm not, I'm not having it. And, and plus, he thinks he owns the place. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't do <laughs> shit, boy. And I was like, I, I get zero fucking buttons. Like, you can fucking leave. And we, we, I take him out again, and he starts recording me. And I was like, you have to go. And he wouldn't move. So what do I do? I start walking towards him slowly and belly bumping him. <laughs> I have resorted to belly bumping people to get them out. <laughs> it, it has worked. It has backfired on me one time because I had a girl like start like choking me and dig her nails in my throat. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. And then she spit on me. And like none of this was in a good sense. Either. No. I like, was going to say, did you come? or <laughs> Fuck. Chris <no>. just did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> <Speaking> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Should I, I have worn gray. And he's like, "You're assaulting me." I was like, "No, I'm not. I haven't put my hands on you." And I, like, I walk like this, mm-hmm. just so like I have my hands up, ready to go if I have to. Mm-hmm. But my belly's doing all the work, and my belly's pretty solid. If we're a fat man, yeah, <laughs> like we're talking I, like he's got. We're talking <laughs> like kung fu panda status. There's some we, power we, in we, that. Girth. We, we can we can say that. <laughs> Yeah, Jack Black's. I, I prefer Red Panda. Those ah, are my favorite. Oh, they're so cute. Red pandas, red pandas are. They're the best, dude. They the fucking awesome. knees. Um, so. <coughs> but yeah, uh, I get them out and like, this girl's stranded. She has no way home. She's not from the area, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I gave her money for a taxi at home. Oh, okay. Like, I was like. Yeah. And I, I was just straight. I was like, "You do not need that." 
in your life. I don't know if you're dating him. I don't know if you guys are married or whatever. It's like, you don't need that. That is the type of person you do not go out with. Yeah. It's like those people who throw out their parents' names is like, oh, my parents own this. My parents own that. I'm from here. And, you know, Ugh. you don't need those type of people. It's so cringy. Yeah. I was like, like you hear that. You're just like, I was like, you're okay. an adult. I was like, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, I don't give a fuck where you're from. I mean, it seems like you would think that those people have been made fun of so much in media that, like, people in real life would be like, oh, so people who do that are idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. But they still exist. I, I feel, I just get big Draco Malfoy vibes. Like, because, my father will heal about this. But the, the thing, <laughs> it, it's a thing. It's where it's like, yes, you do get results from throwing out your name because some people actually survive off those people's business. Right. And it's like, oh, you know, and it's like, I had no idea who this guy was. Yeah, I don't know like, who your parents are. Like, I, I was like, s- fuck you. And it's like, I'm just it's like, you don't impress me because you have money. I don't really don't care. Right. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. You have money. Yeah. Like, at this like, point, you're cool. just another drunk asshole that I have to deal with right and it's now. Like, yeah. Like, you're the person that wants to be on Jersey Shore calling yourself Pauly D. <laughs> Pauly. <laughs> like, for real. Oh, I'm the situation. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's it's all just so weird because I don't, I just, I can't even get, like I can fake being like misogynistic and like an asshole, mm-hmm. but it's because it's so ridiculous to me. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the same, like it's the same way as like joking about like magic to me. Like it's, it's just beyond my like actual scope of understanding as to like I hate I hate being disrespected, but I put up with it right way more than mm-hmm. anything. But when I like to what you guys are saying, like when I start seeing it happen to other people, right? Like it's and it's not that I don't think they can handle it. It's just I I I know nobody deserves it. Nobody deserves to be treated like shit. But it's totally different when it's happening to you is where when you see it happen to somebody else and you know their stripes, like mm-hmm. I know what they've been through and you're like, Mm-mm. right, they don't deserve that. Right. It's like this person is such a, like a good person. Yeah. You know, it's like, why the hell are you saying these things? So, yeah, that's like, like I have a story of this recent, well, recent within the last year happened to me. So I review things with providers. The provider gives me the recommendation. I'm just the middle guy. Mm-hmm. But of course, we get the shit all the time. And I had this parent say, like I was given recommendations and the parent was saying, so you talking to me like I, she goes, I'm a highly educated person. And for you to talk to me like that, I want to be like, we have the same, like that person has the same job as I do. Like they're a nurse. Mm -hmm. I want to be like, lady, we we have the, I might even have a higher education than you. I have a master's degree, but I don't want to throw that out there. But it's like constantly, like she was degrading me so much that I was just like, I'm just giving the recommendations. I am sorry. That that stuff happens so much, uh, especially I work at uh, Capital One as security. Okay. And I'm when I I make my rounds, you know, I'm walking through the call center, you know, just oh, okay. make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Nothing's like crazy or like nobody's like in danger of anything or there's no trip hazards. And like you walk around and you hear the conversations these people have. Like one of them, I was somebody was like, "Well, I have two bachelors, a master's, and a PhD. So, but that's irrelevant to the conversation." 
Right. And I was like, what? like why is he flexing on these people like i that? know i almost want to be like well actually i have two associate's degrees a bachelor's and a master's degree right. but it's just like i just kept going i'm sorry i'm mm-hmm. sorry and then i was so frustrated after i got i'm like i am just and you should know right. working in the healthcare field you are also the middle guy and you're giving like that's when it pisses me off is when you know that other people know because right. like my mom was just um i just had to take my mom to the air a couple weeks ago she ended up with covid but this mm-hmm. was a couple weeks ago and even I had to remind myself, like, remember, COVID's going on because this lady's like, you can't go back there with her. Like, she, you know, we don't have visitors in my head. I'm like, I wanted to start a brawl. Like, mm-hmm. my mom was very sick, couldn't think clearly, so confused. Like, she wasn't going to tell them the right things. And I was just like, I had to keep telling myself, don't fight with them, Kim. You know what it's like right now. Right. It, right. But I'm like, don't get security called it, well, on it's you. A, it, it's your family. So it's, yeah, it's a different yeah. situation. But in my head, I'm like, like, I get it. I need like, to be with them. And I like get that mentality too. Like when I was in labor with both of our kids, like I didn't want to ask for anything Mm because I know the nurses are busy with other patients. Right. Remember that one lady when I was in labor with Layla and she goes, you're my only patient. I was like, okay, good. I need an epidural. (laughs) I need this, this, She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, I hurt so bad. She's like, well, and then then I'm like, I didn't want to bother you. I know you have other patients. You remember that? And she goes, yeah. You're my only patient. I was like, okay, good. I need an epidural like See, two hours okay. ago. There's people like that. That's me where I won't even ask. And then especially as bartenders as well. Mm. It's like, I'm a bartender oh and then God. treat us like shit and don't tip oh, at all. Like, you should like, know better. So there's anyone. two people. There's people no. like you who like have respect for the the job that you're doing yeah, and, yeah. and what other people are doing. So you don't want to bother them. That's yeah. Even though you're not really well, bothering. Yeah. It's their job. Yeah, I know. But. And then you have other people who like are nurses or whatever, and it, like the man. Yes, like, the that's like that mom. Like, I'm like, what the mm. hell? And that's like after I had my surgery too. After I had my hysterectomy, I was hospitalized overnight, and I had to pee so bad. But I knew in 20 minutes they're going to come back in and take my blood pressure. So if they come in and take my blood pressure, I can say it instead of turning my call light in the middle of the night if they're busy. And so I held it, and then I'm like, I really got to go to the bathroom. They're like, Why didn't you call? It's like, Well, I knew you were coming back in in 20 minutes to take my blood pressure, and I didn't want you to have to come in back two times. That's such like you know their rounds better than them well because yeah. i see it on the board i'm like okay 12 to so i'm like 20 minutes 20 minutes so i'm just that cause patient because i don't want to ask for it like cause, right yeah i feel like it's such a generational that's thing how i too. am like because we're all just like i don't want to bother you yeah because yeah. i know you're working hard yeah right and whereas like the older generation is yeah just like, where no. they turn on their call like, like can it's you, your can job you push, to can you push me. over my uh kleenex for me yeah i'm like i thought you were really asking to do something where you're like you can reach it yeah mm-hmm. yeah well i don't want to have to extend my arm that my, much yeah, like it's just a lot of it's like work. your parents coming in like calling you into it's like hey hand me the remote but it's like right there yeah. oh my yeah. gosh our kids are like that Ugh. <laughs> well i mean <laughs> i think that's just mom can you go get me a drink yeah, I'm that's like, on us get on your damn feet and but, get it yourself but there were there was um <laughs> uh a generation of people who the like my job sucks, so now I'm gonna make your job suck. Right, like that it's like whole if I'm not notion. Happy, you're not happy. Like they're they're waiting for you to say something because mm-hmm. they already have a thing loaded to be like, oh, you think this is rough? You should see what yeah. I fucking deal yeah. with. We used to yeah. have to do this without this, and then we had to. We didn't have that. Good that thing we advanced. You know oh what I mean? It's like we advanced this far so that we yeah. didn't have to go through that. Yeah. Well, that, but I imagine like, that like sucks. I don't have to do that, so fuck you. Like, yeah. But also the. When you when you were saying people say that they're bartenders, I wonder if they 
Like if they're really, doing that yeah. same thing, if mm-hmm. they're being like, my job fucking blows. The bar that mm-hmm. I work at sucks. So well, customers are always awful. Right. You'll get people who are like, I'm a bartender, this, and they're like, they ask for a drink, and you're like, what is it? Like you don't know how to make, it. and they like judge you, and you're you're like, what is it? And then like later on, they're like, oh well, this is actually a drink that I made up. <laughs> Lies. And you're mad that I don't know how to make it. Like Lies and slander. Yeah, like fuck, <laughs> like. What? Like, am I supposed to read your mind? Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I know exactly what that is that you made up at your house at whatever time <laughs> all intoxicated. Right. And yeah. then gave it a name. Yeah. It, it's just like, and it's the stupidest names, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test my child. Oh? Come here. What are we testing on? See if he knows. Landon, what's my favorite band of all time? Oh, she she what? she she said you knew my guy. I thought you knew. I was gonna give you the house if I die. Ooh, dude, this think is for the, this is for the house. Wow, the house. Think about it. She has. Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you get the house. You the win house a new house. house. You Here, take get... the dogs with you. Oh yeah. Hello, oh, dogs. Oh, oh, Bobby. Barley, get out of here. Oh, Bubby. Just let this happen. Oh, Bubby. Yeah. Look, look at I'm you. I'm sorry. No. Look at you. Go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he smiled at you. What the mm-hmm. heck? Did you that see is, this is wholesome. That? That really wholesome family this. fun. You know, I'm just going to say this right now. And Chris, you kind of look like a knockoff brand, Paul Rudd. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I look like mm. Paul Rudd's brother who's super jaded about I, the fact. Yeah. But I still oh call gosh, him. I, see it. I text him and I'm like, Man, can you I get look, another? I like I've been looking at you like this whole time, and I was like, "Yo, he looks like Paul." Rudd. You know what? Know what it is? <laughs> look, look at me. Look at me head on. Oh, you do look it's like. A, no, the other put, day, Chris now put got the glasses this. Back on, really. Chris quick. got this the other day. I feel like I look more like uh, Shia LaBeouf's sponsor. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember. Paul Rudd, Shia LaBeouf had a baby. No, I'm thinking more Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen love child. Ooh, there you maybe go. all three of them though. Where Ooh. were we at? Ooh. We got this not that long ago, but someone walked in and they're like, "Oh, J- uh, Jason Debbie. Momoa." Oh, it was the guy doing our Excuse our internet me? here? Some when guy my walked- hair's okay. down, and I was playing guitar, so the dude could. Yeah, see so me. Chris is like hair down, shirt off, playing guitar. Put, put your hair down. I want to see this sexy shit. Off. I know. No, I was just adding to the story. But Should I let my hair down too? But he's sitting there playing guitar, all that, and the guy's like, "Have you? Anyone said you look like Jason Momoa?" And, I'm, like, and you're like, no, hit- I am white. I said, uh, stop hitting on my husband, you piece of shit. All right, I'm. Uh, are we are we in a game right now? I'm doing this too. God damn, bro. Whoa, your hair is long. It's curly though. Yeah. What happens it's, when you straighten it? I don't. Why well, I mean, it? see how long it is. When I remember. It's I I did this go, side by um, side straight. Like if it's wet, which is kind of its most. Okay, straight. I could kind of see it. A the little Momoa bit. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Momoa thing a little bit. Like it's what? You got the tattoos like have to be yeah. visible in the thing. Mm-hmm. It'll, yeah, it'll definitely like I, I, sit I on my a little titties. Bit. I like it with your yeah. hair now. You, oh, you look like a completely different person. You he back should wear his hair down. You more have often. that intimidation factor of when your hair is down. Yeah, when you my hair is down. You, you do. You, yeah, yeah, you do. Legit. Like, let me like, see. Damn, I yeah, love you. Like you look like you've been to jail and fuck some people. Yeah, for sure, man. But I also, I was about to say something. I volunteer at the prison. Like I still go back. Like it's and I give that speech of like, this doesn't have to define you. You can turn your life around. Yeah, look at me. Look at what I. Now me and my wife, we make sweaters for kittens. 
Facts. Yeah, who wants to go to Burning Man? <laughs> <laughs> I like your hair down. down. I figured nah, it looks good. Like, hey, it looked good, my guy. Yo. Yeah, it's an hey. excuse to take the headphones off, hey. too. <laughs> I'd fuck you. Hey, I would also uh, fuck you. Uh, you want to be on top? I'm, I'm kind of cushy. I would prefer it. I, I'd see it on your face. <laughs> Whoa. God, you guys you are guys so wonderful. Do you guys need me to step out? Do you, yeah. Do you need us to go like just talk in the kitchen or something? <laughs> Give you a little privacy. You, you want to wear my thighs at ears month? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to block Jesus. out the world with your thighs. I mean, mm. you look like a like a. I cut my hair before I came here. It was it was wild before. I was, I was. You look more like um, if the Kool Aid Man and Jason Momoa had a kid. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. You actually do. You look more like Jason Momoa than I do for sure. Is it because I'm ethnic? What? You're ethnic? Hmm. No. You're just so white with what well, with all the Dungeons and Dragons and yeah, you're conforming. It's such, <laughs> it's such a white person thing. Yeah. <sighs> but it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, Rob, what's your? Do you still do Instagram? I do. What's your Instagram handle? Um, at Riggy Roberto. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you guys actually before I do that. Um, so this will be coming out the. This is our Christmas episode, so I'm glad you what? you dressed up oh, and I dressed for that Pornhub occasion. We didn't even talk about Christmas. Episode. No, I know Pornhub Christmas baby. I'm the sex bard. <laughs> sexy sexual bard. I'm the sex addict bard. Mm-hmm. So the the year is going to be coming to an end soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what you know? What inspiration can you give to people? I mean, we've talked about a lot of like respecting women and oh, right, right, and all of those things. But like, I guess maybe from the the bartender perspective, like 2021 could be the year for change. What do you think? It's a lot to think about because it's like there's so many things you everybody can improve on. I, I just want to say, um, who knows what's going to happen with right. Corona next year. Um, but like, we want to work, like, just like bear with us. Cause we have a lot mm-hmm. of, even like beforehand, like we've got a lot of regulations we have to follow right. that people get really frustrated with oh. us for. <laughs> and it's like, look, we need to do this stuff mm-hmm. so we can stay open. Right. Mm. And so like, like even the bar could lose a liquor license if we don't follow. Exactly. These. So yeah. I think, from that standpoint like like try to work with us like it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. for everybody and um, like we don't want to be doing it yeah like that like you know we like, want to be want back everybody. to normal and having right. fun with everyone but stuff that we have to do now to get there so try to work with us as best and try to be understanding yeah. in that way you know as well as everybody it's not just the bar like right god you it's look like at wherever. everywhere Retail like, workers, restaurants. Oh my god, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Hospital workers, like be kind just, to people. That's right. my thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like, like we're in it together, <laughs> folks. It's like you know, I be kind to people, but most of all, be kind to yourself. Yeah. You know, it's For like sure. you know, you have your problems, and everybody has their situations. But at the same time, you know, it's like be kind to yourself. Like you are loved. You are worth everything. You know, you deserve happiness. You deserve, you know, everything you want. Yeah. You know. Work for it, and just you know, if you got problems and that are weighing on you, you're not alone. You got other people who are out here. Mm. <coughs> I mean, if you got that problems, you. I feel bad for you, son. <laughs> we got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. Mm-hmm. Well, um, not for you. <laughs> hey, I mean, yeah, I'm funny. alone. Um, 
but yeah, you know, it's like you got situations you need to work through. You reach out. You know, it, it, it it's hard. It's hard to open up people because some people right. use it against you. But at the same time, like you have those people who are out here who love you, who care about you, who who want to see you thrive and do good, you know, and achieve what you want to achieve. So no matter what, just be kind to yourself and be, like and sometimes take the initiative is like, how are you? But like not just in the sense of how are you, but like truly, how are you? Mm-hmm. What's going on in your mind? What's going through your head? So like, it's like we can get through these problems. So that it's like, I want to see you here, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I appreciate you being in my life. And like <sighs> this past Thanksgiving, I had a breakdown and it's been six years since I see my family on a holiday. Oh man. I'm I'm out here, you know, I moved out here with my brother. My brother left from the military 6 months after I moved here. You know, so I've been out here by myself for a while. My brother, my little brother Jonathan lives with me now and, you know, it's been a while since he's been back home, you know, and uh just not f- spending like holidays with family. Uh, it's rough and I haven't seen them and I, like I missed the hell out of them and you know um, I got into the rhythm of spending holidays with like Adrian and her family which I am so blessed to have have her as a best friend and as a person who cares about me because she truly is a great person and um, I I love her like a sister and like I broke down I started crying just out of nowhere you know I was watching New Girl sure watch a new girl the thanksgiving episodes and of course it's thanksgivings and like i was supposed to go to colorado for to go see my brother and his pregnant wife now and i was just upset you know i cried i broke down and like you know but i just reached out to like adrian um i reached out to robert i reached out to callie and you know it's like some other people and i was just like you know, hey, I appreciate you. You know, I love you. You deserve every, all the happiness you have in the world. You know, I hope nothing but greatness for you. You know, it is like that type of stuff because I don't open up too much to people like that. And it's like it takes sometimes those breakdowns to really like tell people how I feel. It's yeah. like, look, yeah. it's, it, it's like sometimes it's hard to express yourself. You know, it's like I don't express myself in a lot of ways. And I exclude myself, but I feel left out at the same time. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, it's, tough, it's hard. Man. Yeah. It's, I, it, I think, like, to what you're saying, being the, like, kind of strong person that people can lean on, mm-hmm. when when people see individuals like yourself being vulnerable in that mm-hmm. way, it inspires them to be more empathetic or understanding of other people's situations so like i think that's a a huge thing i I wear that shit on my sleeve and sometimes people take it for granted but Mm -hmm. like even yeah i i i've been slacking on like when i got out of treatment i was keeping in touch with uh four or five of the the brothers that i was in there with Mm -hmm. and um yeah i haven't talked to a couple of them in in too long 
and it's, it doesn't take so th- much to right. And sometimes just take that initiative. Yeah, you know, you just think about it. It's like you know, it's been a while. Let me check up on them. You know, it's like, hey, you need anything? Just let me know. You know, it's like I, like I myself, I don't have a lot. I, I'm broke as hell. I'm fucking. You know, I struggle. But, but if the, anything I can give, I will. I will give. Right. But sometimes it's just the thought, like because mm-hmm. most of the time people know what, right what you have available to right or what you're able to give. Mm-hmm. So it's not that they want a t- like physical tangible thing. Right. Just knowing that you're willing to put yourself out there mm-hmm. like that means a, a lot to people. Yeah, right. I think it's this is good showing of like, you know, just a way early on like steven you're perceived as such this tough intimidating guy and it's like like it's a big male mental health thing really mm-hmm. to oh, yeah. even open up and talk about any of it right. which is a huge <laughs> testament to what you just did too and i don't want that to get lost in it um but it's like it's such a huge thing for like like a lot of people always, a lot of them say like hey if you're like i see all the time like if you're a guy and you need to talk but then they kind of blow it off a little bit yeah, yeah. so it's like it's tough in that regard, but it's like, you know, you see someone that you're like, oh, they're fine. They're tough. And it's mm-hmm. like, are they? Like, that's just what they show you. Right. So yeah. it's like even just doing a simple wellness check, like it takes, right. you know, 30 and, seconds and to type up a text I, and send I, yeah. it. And it could make someone's day. Right. It could make it like you don't know. And like, you're giving them the space. Like when you're saying like in a text, some people like are jaded to that and think mm-hmm. that it's a disconnect. But really, you're also giving that person the time that they need to like, do I feel good enough to respond to this right. in the way that I... Well, even if they're not like, feel good to respond to it, sometimes it's it's some, like, some people save those messages. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think I, like, I have all the messages I sent them and it's like, it's mm-hmm. something to look back on. Oh, wow. It just like, the love that I received back from my close friends, it made me feel so much better. Right. It's the um, it's, words of affirmation. Yeah. Yes. And it's and such it's a like, little thing that goes right. such a long way. And it's like, I think I tagged you in a video on Facebook recently. And like this, it was a video that was really originally on TikTok. And this dude, he's like recently went through a breakup, heartbroken about mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. I remember this and one. he just went and hugged one of his friends on his bed and like what's happening. And they just comforted him. Yeah. And that's such a rare thing to have in, especially in the male community and it, oh my god yeah to have those kind of connections like i have that kind of connection with robert yeah like one of my greatest guy friends you know fucking would do anything for him Ditto. and it's like it's not normalized to be that vulnerable around your friends because people tell you to suck it up you'll, you'll be fine oh there's god. other be a, people be a man <clears throat> like you know yeah. it's like and especially for us like you know you've seen us out and you've seen mm-hmm. us together where we're out and it's some girly pop song and we're getting down to it and we're <laughs> here twerking. We're being flamboyant. I'm wearing booty shorts and tights out and he, we're just doing whatever. So it's like it's 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 not it's not your typical manly stuff to do. But I think at the but same it, time it's yeah. like we're out here. I think it's like not to toot our own horn, but it's like Dude. we're we're like some of those people who show other like cis white males. Or mm. assist males in general. Sure, it's like, hey, it's okay to be fucking freaky, feminine, whatever. Yeah, embrace it. Have fun. Yeah, you don't have to act. He's like, I'm a man, man. I chop wood. I do this. I yeah, I don't know shit it. about cars. Yeah. I I can put gas in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
It's like, like you know, get out here, it. have fun, be make a mockery of yourself, but in a fun way, right? Not to where you're embarrassing yourself. Yeah, like it's like it's okay, and you know, it's like hell. I did drag, really. My yeah, man. it it wasn't traditional drag. I didn't lip sync. Okay, um, but I did, and it was a definite crazy experience for myself. I had a lot of fun. It's a lot. It's like just the work to go into doing it yeah. was a lot in itself. So I couldn't imagine the struggle some of these drag performers or burlesque performers, for the matter of fact, have going into <clears throat> doing these acts, getting their numbers together, because I had no idea what I was doing. Well, even at a minimal thing like dressing yeah. up for Halloween this year, I'm doing makeup, I'm doing mm-hmm. lashes, I'm doing eyeliner, and right. I'm doing it with my girlfriend in the bathroom. And I'm like, I don't know how you guys do this every day. I got right. frustrated and I walked out of the bathroom. I'm like, I'm not doing makeup anymore. So for like 15 right. minutes, I laid on the bed. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even, gonna, I don't even want to go out anymore. I'm like, how do you guys do this? Like right. all the time. It's like such a, like, I never knew. He's like, like yeah. I respect this so much more yeah. now to where my girlfriend's wearing lashes. I'm like, those lashes are bomb. Mm-hmm. Like, I know those probably took a half hour to right. get just right. He's like, you have yeah, so much yeah. more respect for. The, what those kind of performers do. Oh, yeah. And it's like the the art that goes into it and the commitment that goes into it. Well, it's like even it's on, like, uh, on um, Adrian's episode, they just did, she talked about doing like the dance thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, and which one? The uh, where we were doing the dancing on Tuesdays. Oh, the. And like yeah, just yeah, that, yeah. I'm like, God, just like thinking of choreography mm-hmm. to these mm-hmm. things. And like, I'm like, the warm up is kicking she, my she's ass. She's so fucking good at that shit, though. Yeah. She, who she she has a real gift for oh, those absolutely. type of things, and it the the especially like watching her with her students, oh, and yeah. just like you know, and you know she enjoys like, it. Like that's yeah. the biggest part. Like when you got, it's like I know she's proud of her students, and like when and the and they perform and and like they're doing like they're doing fucking great, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like yes, it's like. You you are a part of this, and it's it, it's fantastic to see. And it's cool for us as like close friends mm-hmm. to like be like you are happy in what you're doing. You're killing this, like and, you're like, enjoying it, like and you're doing a great mm-hmm. fucking job. Like we're just like it's like that makes you feel good, like right. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think that's oh, yeah. important. Like feel good for your friends, like just because someone's going through a good patch and you're mm-hmm. not like doesn't mean you have to be jealous of them. Oh yeah, uplift like, your friends anytime. Like, oh you my get. god, it's huge. It's like, yeah. like I love that shit. Well, fucking, well, it's like even if it's minor, like dude, like honestly, with this podcast stuff, dude, you're fucking doing great in my opinion. I think <gasps> you guys you. are doing great. These things, I enjoy watching them. I always laugh every time. They're fucking so random, <laughs> and but they're very entertaining, and that's why I really wanted to do this well, and like, fucking have like, a time. Yeah, like especially just, with Robert. Like fucking, you just shown us the house too. I'm like, I am oh, so proud of like, you, guys. you guys. Like this like, place is dope. You guys like, are fucking great. Like this is sick and as I fuck. appreciate you. Like, Steven. We appreciate you having us. Robert. You guys are just so fucking awesome. Kim, anything you want to add? That's what? For Kim the year? Burley. Anything. Kim mm-hmm. Burley. Um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little upset that my dog smiled at you and he did not smile that at you. Really that was really cool. That was bubble. like twenty minutes ago. I know, I'm still thinking about it. Like I <laughs> saw his mouth dog? like he's smiled like open smiled okay. at chris oh with teeth with teeth and put his hand up it was like hey I man. Said, okay well he did He's that like, to me hey too, dad so. you're doing great um just be kind to everybody 
I don't. That's all. I. That, that's my thing with it, everything. It, 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 it's, you don't know what people are going through. Exactly. Especially like right like, now with the holiday season and shopping, just be nice to people. Oh, don't especially be so holidays, rude. like if people aren't able to see family. Right. Like we, we mm-hmm. kind of touched on, like oh my god, it's, just be see, nice. Like it gets you know. dark at four thirty. Like yeah. come on, guys. <laughs> like yeah, like, help each other out a little bit. It's like yes. it, it's like if and if just like be like Adrian and Annie. Sometimes it's like if your friends don't have anywhere to go, invite them. Yeah, bring them into your own family, and it's like it's That's like and you have no idea how much those people will appreciate. I know I appreciate far more than any I I. I can't express enough how much I appreciate my friends for what they do for me. It doesn't have to be money wise, activity wise mm-hmm, or anything, mm-hmm. just being there and being my just friend. Just present. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. just present in my life. You know, yeah. it is like those type of acts of kindness yeah. is mm-hmm. so rare, you know, to have in friends and just for those kind of people to invite you and to be part of the family, you know. And it's like they even try to include my little brother. Oh, which wow. means so much more to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, sometimes he doesn't want to do it, but sure. Just the thought. He is yeah. he is I I love it, you know. And just yeah, reach out to people, mm-hmm. you know, no matter who it is. Yeah. You haven't talked maybe it's you you see something on Facebook, you can see patterns. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, there's people out here saying talking about how they hate themselves and just to mm-hmm you know get that rise in attention sometimes you know but at the same time there's people that are really going through it mm-hmm. and it's sometimes just the people that you least expect it well and I sometimes know it's said the it people so that times. are like saying things on facebook where it seems like they're trying to get attention mm-hmm. and they they also a lot of the times don't realize how depressed they actually are right so they're wanting this surface level surface level attention mm-hmm. when so and i've been trying to say this more um like in the in the like mental health is getting better mm-hmm. there's more understanding but um once you get the label so like i have hypomania major depression all of these things mm-hmm. the it doesn't stop there you don't learn these things and just keep saying, I have this. That's why mm-hmm. I'm acting this yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So asking people, okay, so what can we do about this? Well, I think on the flip side well, of like that, how too, can I help you? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what, help me what, help you. What, but like, what I'm not trying to so fix that your problem. Yes. Like, never. I, and what I've learned throughout my years is never try to fix somebody's problem. Yeah. yeah. But know? give them Huge. tools if they need it's like present yourself as somebody there to listen and be an ally to them and, you know, help right. them go through whatever they're going through and just be there. You know, you don't have to fix everybody. I you don't have to fix things. If you can help them in some sort of way and get through something, go ahead. By all means, try. But try to do that in a way that they, they'll they appreciate in a way. Like, what is that? Leading a, a deer or a horse to water, but you yeah. can't make them drink? Right. That whole something notion. like that. You know, it's like. Plus they're so gonna feel how they want to feel. You you can't fix how they're. You can't immediately change. Yeah, how somebody feels about something or right. what they're going through. You know. Yeah. I just want to say flip side too. Like just because if someone's like looks like they're doing fine, mm-hmm. like doesn't mean like they're over stuff. Like I have depression. I'm really happy like mm-hmm. with my life and where it's at right now. Doesn't mean like my depression's cured. Like yeah. it's constantly yeah, there. Sense. And it comes in all different shapes and mm-hmm. forms. And you it's know. like, 
yeah. no, just because I'm like I'm smiling in public and I look good in all these pictures doesn't mean I didn't just lay in bed all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Or, you know, or yeah. I haven't showered in four days mm-hmm. or I have three piles of laundry piled up mm-hmm. that sure. I need to wash. Like, you know, oh. so it's like just because someone's doing better doesn't mean they're cured. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yes. I, I feel that so hard. Fucking like I lately I've been fine. Recently, I went through my ex-girlfriend's pictures for some reason today, and I was just like, fuck, I'm not okay. <laughs> it was like, and it, it leads yeah. to like, but how she looked though? <laughs> <laughs> how did she look? <laughs> Fucking But then guess what? He came on this podcast, and, I did. and he's cured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out here talking about my problems. Do you have any words of wisdom? I would just say... Um, Hugs, not drugs. M- most of what these guys are oh. saying... Um, it, it it like in summary it's the the it sounds really basic but mm-hmm. it's the thought that counts mm-hmm. and being sincere in that oh, that's in huge. that thing so, yeah. so it's not just saying because this is what i'm supposed to say right. here right you're sad so i think i'm supposed to say this mm-hmm. just be as sincere to whatever that means so so to whatever your understanding of helping or being there for mm-hmm. someone is do that thing and be sincere about it and mm-hmm. most of the time, the person that you're you're doing that to right. or offering up to, they're gonna understand, right? And, uh, like, and I don't think people come to you expecting you to fix them. Oh, for sure. And and they know that, and you don't like you might not know how long it just took them to even get to reaching out to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like so, just like you said, that sincere thing is huge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like don't it's don't it's seem like you copied small, them from Pinterest and yeah, it's such a small act. But it has such a huge effect. Absolutely. You know? God, it's got so wholesome. I love it. I love wholesome. Well, I mean, that's the, the encompasses like on the talk. this I whole people like do this. people thinking that um, being a comic means that you're devoid of like these sincere, genuine moments. And right. it's like Absolutely. We, laughter is super important, obviously. Oh, it's it's yeah. the reason we all fucking know each other. But the thing that I think binds us together and like keeps us in contact and things like that is because of the sincere side of things. There's I've met hundreds of comics. I keep in touch with like five of them. Like right. th- there's a lot of people that I don't mean to be negative, but like they're just not worth investing in because mm-hmm. their path Absolutely. is so clearly in a different direction where like the connections that I want to have are with people who I can be there for and they can be there for me. So like that vice versa thing. Right. Like, uh, give and take. Yes, yes, yes. So I love you guys. We love you too. Hey. We love both of you. I fucking love, love you, you guys. too. I'll, I'll uh, kiss you right now. I mean. COVID, Chris. Y'all, right. No You're COVID right. kisses. Damn sorry. mouth to yourself. <laughs> you won't even give me you your mouth. you see how both of us were getting ready to? I know. <laughs> Um, so I was like, let me get my phone. (laughs) (laughs) You got one I need. Give me that. Uh, the, the (laughs) last, (laughs) the last thing that we do, our listeners are called ducklings. Ah. So we say au revoir little ducklings, quack, quack. Au revoir little ducklings, quack, quack. Oh, can we all try to say it in our best David Attenborough? Au revoir little ducklings, quack, quack. I can't do accents. (laughs) That's that's good. There's a lot of pressure now. (laughs) Au revoir, little ducklings. Quack, quack. Uh, you see, I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs>
what? No, the ducklings. Quack, quack. The cadence was perfect. That was good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good job. I, I try. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.